0: Yeah what's wrong with the beer we got?
1: You are now listening to the mm-hmm. best, best friends podcast in the world.
2: welcome back welcome back uh another week yeah. We got another brewer on this i know is, uh three weeks in a row three weeks in a row three weeks yeah, wow three, uh, three weeks in a row three weeks in a three weeks oh don't do getting that. canceled getting canceled. um yeah we're, we're back to our old ways our old ways the yeah. old the old shtick the, the old, old uh we, we've we've run out song of, and dance. We've run out of things to talk about with each other, so we need somebody to fill the gaps.
1: <laughs> we really we really just started yeah. hating each other. <laughs> we're,
2: just, we're we're an old married couple.
1: Like, we're roommates again. Yeah. We're
2: bitching at each other for not doing the dishes. <laughs> I've I've heard this story already. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts. It's the internationally acclaimed, Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops high fives oh, i feel so right hell yeah <laughs> and friendship uh i am your host the crispiest of boys the sultan of swag yeah, that's there it is tom king of the crunk the, the king. of swag the king of the crunk everything it's tom I'm going to I'm going to pass it over to my partner here, Sir Thomas
1: Bahama, <laughs> Sir Thomas Bahama. Yeah, this is the hot master general, the parrot head of the podcast, oh. apparently. <laughs> I don't have that drop. I know. <laughs> I <you> like Pete. Lana. <laughs> wanna...
2: <laughs> the Royer's Rattlesnake. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 it's Dan. Oh, man. I have a very nondescript silver can in that our backlog of uh, untapped photos there. <laughs> the graveyard as i call it uh i could tossed it to you <laughs> damn it anyway you,
1: all right everybody. do you know what was in the
2: can yeah, it was bolstered. Oh, okay yeah i thought you just forgot what it was like uh, i don't know what it is no i've, I've been I've, so long an unlabeled <laughs> an unlabeled 12 ounce can <laughs> it's it only really could be one thing yeah all right guys welcome back for another week um i came in all jacked up and uh like I got home and I was all jacked up and then just, I was running around with like a chicken with its head cut off.
1: I feel like you might've slowed yourself down by just pounding like an entire serving of Stouffer's macaroni and cheese. Before uh, the podcast. <laughs> Come on, bro.
2: Don't put me down with Stouffer's. That was TJ's. Okay. Sorry. Uh, TJ's macaroni. Yeah, and Yeah. Didn't though. even taste it. Didn't even taste didn't it. Didn't even taste it. Uh, I ate it like a duck. I didn't even chew. Dude, right down the gullet? You you slammed what looked like to be like,
1: you know, that same container that like a pound of ground beef comes in, but it was macaroni <laughs> and cheese. Just um, pounded it before. Yeah, this. I needed no I No need, wonder you're not hyped
2: anymore. I yeah, I am getting a little
1: sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> just sunk to you like a, just sticking to your guts like a I stone. I needed yeah, I
2: needed something to coat the old the old gullet and uh <laughs> uh you know help not be completely hammered after uh after this episode. Ah, it's not um, like you have to drive anywhere, but though I mean, I still have to get up in the morning and try not <laughs> still be have to be a functioning human <laughs> yeah. being. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, uh, it's called efficiency, Dan. I, I ate it. Like a. I ate it military style.
1: Honestly, I was a little uncomfortable with how <laughs> fast you're eating it.
2: <laughs> I ate it. Like major pain.
1: I didn't want to get like, <laughs> I didn't want to get like any of my hands near it. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that would
2: have been dangerous. Um, would not recommend. Um, Yeah. So guys, you know what it is. Come on. Do we have to, oh boy, what's going on over there?
1: I don't know. Okay.
2: Um, (laughs) (laughs) nobody knows except for us. It's all right. We'll see what's happening. Yeah. Um, all right guys, it's the, uh, you know what it is. The late, I, I don't know if we can keep doing this. Why? Be- you, feel, you feel like you're peaking right now? You feel no. like you've hit the top of the mountain? No, no. I, it, there's still a good climb to go. I know. But we keep getting copyright strikes. We got another one? Yeah. So we're muted. Well, they Facebook, um, uh, Zucker Droid um, shut us down in several com- countries. I guess it's it's fine here. Okay. And all they do is they mute the 20 seconds of audio that we use okay so
1: it's the 20 seconds of audio okay yeah
2: but it's still it's annoying
1: ghana we're sorry just this is is why we're dropping in the ranks in uh uh, craft beer podcast in ghana no
2: we're out in ghana uh (laughs) yes ghana is lost uh ghana has been lost but we've taken a new stronghold in nigeria oh nice yes nigeria has uh come along um really nice uh for us they're really digging it Um, I'm assuming their friends in Ghana told them about it and they just passed the torch over to, over to Nigeria. Um, but yeah, sweet. Um, but yeah, guys don't watch on Facebook, uh, watch on YouTube or Twitch. Uh, Yeah.
1: Where we don't get, you know, copyright strikes. Exactly.
2: Yeah. They leave us up the whole, the whole time. So screw you Zuckerberg. (laughs) Yeah. Screw you Zuckerberg. Um We're sorry, please, please
1: continue to play our stream tonight.
2: <laughs> um but either way, guys, it's the year of the late 90s early 2000s hip hop. Um Yeah, I don't know. This is a, we we've had a, an alarming uh lack of female artists represented in in this year. Um so I went dug deep. Um didn't really have to dig deep cuz this is one of the best I mean, songs of the year.
1: Late 90s early 2000s, I feel like you got a
2: plethora of Yeah. Um, artists, so, so, all right, guys, this is the best best friends podcast in the world, and the show starts now.
0: Yo, is that Timbaland
2: in the background? Who got the keys okay. to it's,
1: the
0: It's
2: G. Missy Misdemeanor, of course, it's Timbaland <laughs> in the background
1: give them pounds now look who it be it be me me
2: me and timothy timothy so the, you, you didn't know timbaland was short for timothy <laughs> 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 I, I mean missy is a she's an all-timer still putting still cranking out bangers now i like how timbaland was just like the low key
1: like oh. little john back in there like uh, oh. yeah uh. yeah he, he was just a squeaky timbaland on like like a really polished floor. <laughs>
2: Just walking in from a rainstorm. All right, everybody, <clears throat> let's get a uh, let's get some housekeeping going. Yeah, do it. Um, been really trying to trim the fat here, Dan. Uh, you've been doing well.
1: Um, you've been cutting it down. Uh, we you know get the guest on you know a lot quicker. So
2: and go. All right, everybody. Uh, make sure to uh, follow. Rate and review the podcast. Uh follow on all major uh podcast platforms. Um rating. Dan, what's that rating? Five star party, baby. Five star party. And give us a review. Uh nice, scathing, funny, interesting, has nothing to do with the podcast. We don't Could care. New record, Tom. Yeah. Review, review, re- uh, review. Wait, no, follow, unfollow, follow, unfollow, follow, unfollow. We talked about it before. Mess with the algorithm. Beat the algorithm, guys uh t- rage against the machine <laughs> uh tell all your friends about the podcast if you like the podcast maybe your friends do i guess you would have similar interests i don't know if i like a show i tell dan about the show because we have similar interests um help us support the podcast Make, uh make it even better uh equipment merchandise sunglasses sunglasses maybe we'll get those Uh, we'll get that pit viper collaboration we've been jonesing for so bad i know Who we've knows? been
1: sliding their dm's just hardcore just go
2: tagging them. <clears throat> go on uh anchor.fm slash best best friends pod slash support. Uh send us some money. Uh you know, you know the deal, guys. Give
3: me money. Money me. Money now. <laughs> me a uh, money needing a lot now. Um
2: yeah, so we uh, got our I think we got me every time. <laughs> I think we have a, we have a, a, a care package going out to one of our supporters uh yeah we'll be sliding
1: into their dms for some additional information we got a care package that we're organizing and it's on its way yeah. plus i think our first donor
2: i he's mean gonna, he's gonna get something really nice he's got some real nice plan and we'll talk about it later on oh, the podcast we're gonna talk it right now because my tits are jacked for this <laughs> <laughs> guys we're going back and we're giving you ample time to prepare to prepare we're going back and we're doing it rooftop style, baby. Rooftop. We're going back to Victory Philly, right in the heart of Philadelphia, right in Center City, looking at old Benny Frank. We're going to be looking, looking at, at, well, the Franklin Institute. <laughs> yeah. Well, the <we'll> Franklin, <laughs> Ben Franklin Parkway. Ben Franklin. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to be looking, looking right at old, old Billy Penn, looking right at him. Think, God damn it, you stupid Quaker. And we are going <clears throat> live. Live. Live J- show. July 26th, we will be live at Victory Brewing. Philadelphia with Richie doing some experimental beer. Um, come down, hang out on the rooftop midsummer. We're going to be sweating our dicks off. I'll put, I'm going to be wearing the shirt. I'm going to be wearing Spanx. Okay. I'm going to wick that, wick all of that stuff away. Spanx <laughs> and Lululemon. Uh, that's all. Uh, I'm I'm going to be, I'm going to be, it's going to, you're going to see real leisure wear from Tom. <clears throat>
1: um, I feel like I'm just going to have like my foot in the small of your back with like one of those old timey <laughs> Victorian like oh, the cor- corset? <laughs> yeah, the corset. Yeah, corset. Just like uh, <laughs> uh
2: I want that nice hourglass figure, Daniel, <laughs> oh, help me. Um All right. July 26th, Victory Philadelphia. Save the date. Yeah. And pay attention to the uh the podcast Instagram page uh and Facebook page. We will get uh some promos out. More information, Shortly. event page, everything. Yeah. Just be on the lookout, follow we're our social media, you,
1: turn on those push notifications.
2: Yeah. We uh and we're giving you ample
1: t- month and a half notice. I know. This isn't like, hey, we're gonna do a show and it's Monday and we're doing it on Thursday. No, we have given you ample time to yeah. find a sitter, get an Uber, find public transportation, get there, hang out with us, drink some beers. Yeah,
2: chill. If you want to drive back in in the uh in the cargo area of Dan's Outback. He's open to it. It's open. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I even got that. I have like a tiny collar back there that we usually hook our dog up to. So it doesn't like, you know, go all over the place. Um, You can use that. I mean, seatbelts maybe, but
2: that really works. Yeah. All right. We have one more, uh, one more event plan date TBD TBD, but we're going to be doing a live podcast from root down in Phoenixville with Mike from root down and Ryan from Warwick bringing the root down crew and Warwick together. We're going to hang out.
1: Have some fun. Could be some beers. Uh, oh, there's going to be beers. Could be some beers on tap. Who knows? We're gonna it's all in the fun works. stuff
2: going on the projector. It's going to be an event. It's going to be an event. Yeah. So Dayton don't miss TBD, it. TBD. But pay attention yeah. to the, the all the, the social media pages because we'll be announcing it there. Um, yeah, we're we're making it easier for everybody else. I mean, a lot of most of our fans are. Tom, you got me so jacked up God over dang, here right now. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Woo. Let's bring our guests. Let's drink some beer. <laughs> Um, all right. So let's bring our guest on. Uh,
1: this is my new favorite part of the podcast and I'm ready for it. We
2: are joined tonight by just, uh, he's a, I've I've been told he's a, he's a gypsy brewery. Oh yeah. I saw that on that article. Gypsy brewery. (laughs) Um, he's doing beer the right way. Uh, absolute champion. champion, champion, champion. Of German loggers. Uh, I hear he might have been to Germany. Yeah, maybe a few times. Yeah, maybe. Um, guys, give it up. Uh, representing Trauger Brewing. It's, you want to bring him on? I got it. It's Jeremy Myers. Jeremy! Woo!
1: I like that we clap now, Tom. Yeah, it, <laughs> it really brings up the energy, right? It's awesome. <laughs> Oh, hey,
2: yes. there's me. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> did it? Did it make you feel more welcome, Jeremy? Uh, I guess.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mission that's successful.
3: As far as uh introductions go, that was a pretty good one. Yeah, that was right. good.
2: All right. We got to get better at that. Yeah. yeah, we'll get. We'll, we'll. Tom approached me with this
1: idea, and I was like, "So, so we clap for him?
2: Yeah, yeah." I was like, it... <laughs> "Brings up the energy." Yeah, do the golf clap though. It's gonna yeah. be. I, well, we're all in kind of unison out. right there i like that i like that we're bringing me out of it brought me out of my mac and cheese fueled lull i know <laughs>
1: uh, i i can't wait for the first beer to just start
2: turning all of that like oh, processed cheese in your yeah. stomach so it's gonna be like a cement mixer in there oh god
1: i can't no. <laughs> wait uh, i'm not looking forward to the smell coming out of this room
2: um between your taco burps and whatever's <laughs> gonna come out of me
1: well,
2: um this is why we do it remote this is why we do the yeah. guest remote we yep we don't put the guests through this. <laughs> um, the smells only smells. Um, all right, let's uh, let's crack into a beer here and get the uh, the old conversation rolling. What do you say there, Daniel? Oh, I am for it. All right, so <clears throat> the first beer we are going to be doing is the. Oh man, I'm so pumped for this episode. It just it's just a lager logger filled episode. Um, just crisping just, through your bloodstream. Oh man. I've been looking for this all day. Uh, so we're going to be doing uh, the Newark Hells. That's uh, Hell's Lager. Uh, it's 5% alcohol by volume, uh, named after my Newark family line. This like new, or do you want to pronounce that, Jeremy? I'm a Vistager. Sure. <laughs> I know I'm Dare Tom tonight, but I uh, wasn't, wasn't going to go after that one. Uh, Hells was brewed utilizing a singer, sing, singer, singer. Single doction, doction, uh, decoction, uh, mash of German best malls Pilsner malt, and hopped in the kettle with a bounce of old and new world German hops in Tettnanger and Mandarina Bavaria bright with hints of fresh baked bread and Clementine slices. Ooh, baby. Let's do it. All right. Let's, uh, what class do you want to do here, Dan?
1: uh whatever one i can see while i'm still wearing the glasses it's getting kind of dark in here right. uh,
2: <laughs> i feel like i feel like the the stange is going to do this one okay right? let's do it <clears throat> plus i think the crowler is not going to pour well in the stange. Guest already cracked. Oh, all awesome. right. We got a little premature awesome. calculation. It's all right. It happens. It happens to the best of us. I'm this crowler I talked about earlier. So. <laughs> did,
1: did Mike Locke tell you to crack your beer first?
2: <laughs>
1: no, I'm just impatient. So.
2: <laughs> all right, Daniel, one, two, three. I'm being a little more careful because uh, I used my, uh, my, 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 uh, my chin towel. Uh, <laughs> your chin towel. Yeah. My chin towel is uh, no longer with us. Um it cleaned up a spill on the floor, so I don't want to go floor to face. Oh man. You never go floor to face.
1: I have to say the uh shut. The black cans rule. Yes. <laughs> that was the first up thing on the stream there.
2: That was the first thing I noticed while I was ransacking uh broken goblets fridge. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> while you went all like Kevin McAllister yeah. through uh, broken goblets. You, could Goblet. have, I you like,
3: walked away with some of those true tr- tr- cans too. I wouldn't have had a problem. <laughs> oh <laughs> not, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I saw those. Not that, not that I have a problem with those guys. Just I, I happen to go up. I'm, I, I'm good friends with those guys. I was up there last week and then, uh, they needed some pills and malt. So they got two bags of wire, uh, wireman from us on Sunday and, they dropped off two more cans. Oh <laughs> <So> man,
2: I, <laughs> you were you were making beer mules all over. So angry! <laughs> Do you know what kind of money you have in that
1: fridge right now? <laughs> yeah, I, I trust
2: me, I know. There's a bunch of line dorks that stood out for like three hours waiting to get those. <laughs> um, oh man! All right. all right, so let's uh let's get into this. Daniel. Cheers, Salancha.
1: Cheers, Jeremy. Cheers.
3: Kinda of weird. My my glass does a whole blurry thing. So it's it's just,
1: like, <laughs> it just goes away like mid
2: sip. <laughs> like the, beer. <clears throat> the beer's too clear. Ah oh,
1: man. Not clear enough. No.
2: Yeah. That is um. Mm. I
1: want I, I just want it to be translucent. I don't want I just want to see glass, but this is beautiful. <laughs> man, I drank a, a uh... ton of Hella Slogger this uh this week on vacation, so this is like right up my alley right now.
2: Well, Dan, I think you're still on vacation, right?
1: Oh, I'm a, mentally. Yeah. It's a state of mind. <laughs> it's a state of mind, bro. It's a state of mind. Um, <laughs> I haven't been able to read a single thing on my
2: laptop since we started this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, Hellas is, um, I think it's a podcast favorite.
1: Podcast favorite style for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we grew up out here in the suburbs of uh, Philadelphia mm-hmm. Close to Sly Fox, so, you know, Hellas was a style that, you know, we drank frequently,
3: so. I mean, their the, the hell in particular for me, when I, uh, I'm to show my age a little bit here, when I was living in the city in the early aughts <laughs> 2000, <laughs> 2004, uh, so 20 years ago at this point, 19 years ago, um, I used to love going to the Standard Tap uh, on you know, in the fall in particular, they used to always have venison steak, like a grilled venison steak with like uh sweet mashed potatoes. And then Ooh. I'd just wash it down with a Sly Fox hell. And it was, it was like every time I would go, I would, you know, I, I go there more than just the fall time, you know, and, and you know, seasonally, but it, I always look forward to that. Cause like for me that, you know, beer especially is a very, uh, you know, experience driven thing where I always remember, uh, I always remember the beers I drank and the, and the you know, situations and the experiences surround them. And like, for me, you know, it does make a difference. I mean, yards, pale ale is the same way uh, for me, um, but Sly Fox hell in particular, like and venison steak and sweet mashed potatoes, that standard tap is like, that's my be all I could like die and go to heaven.
1: You know, yeah. Afterwards. That that sounds like a, and that's a fall thing. Oh, yeah. If they still do that meal, I I'd have to go now. <laughs> standard
2: standard. The standard tap meal is the, I, I like the, the chicken pie. Yeah, the chicken pot pie is awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, because it's not—it's like every bite you get the crust. It's not oh, just man. like crust on top. They yeah, they put it and they they roll it around. Like oh the, yeah, and their the grilled lobster or the grilled lobster grilled octopus is pretty ridiculous. Um, great place to go and have a really good meal and a good beer. Yeah,
3: I love that place. I, I need to get back. I, unfortunately, I I actually get to the city when I'm home from Germany. I get down. I don't want to say super often, but enough, but I, I'm always doing something business wise. I got to go for a meeting or, you know, whatnot. I'll be lucky enough to, to, you know, hit up like Johnny Brenner's or standard tap for lunch, but I never actually get to hang out that much anymore, you know, and whatnot. But I, I I'm dying for like a, a weeknight or a week, like a Friday or Saturday, just go to JV's or, or a uh, standard tap just for, you know, uh, you know, a dinner or something like that and hang out and have a few beers as opposed to like, you know, spending most of my time, you know, bullshitting, uh, with, a you know, with, a you know, some, you know, a vendor or somebody, Oh, like, cause it's really, he's like, Oh, where do you want to meet? To have this meeting. I'm like, Oh, we can meet at Johnny Brenda's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, speaking of that general vicinity, how does, uh, how does Franklin Hall, uh, hold up to the, uh, the real thing?
3: Uh, as far as beer selection is concerned, it's, it's top notch. Uh, you're not, you know, German beer there is great. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't call it a German beer hall. I mean, I would call it a German beer hall. It's got a little bit of that feel, but it's not, uh, you know, typically, you know, what you'd expect in a German beer hall would be much more open. Uh, okay. And then the outdoor area is a little, it, to me, it's just, you know, it's it's sort of just a product of the fact that it's a, you know, a location in Fishtown. It just needs to be spread out a little bit more, uh, just for me to, to feel more. That doesn't mean I don't like it or enjoy it. I think it's great. Uh, and the beer, you're not going to go wrong. I mean, the beer there is always, you know, it's slamming.
2: It's hard, it's hard to miss when your selections of beers are, Half liter or liter. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you try like, you know, that's the thing about working in Germany is especially business lunches, what we would call a business lunch and or a fire oven beer, which is a happy hour beer. It's like, you know, every lunch is like, oh, we're going to go get some food and, you know, have a, a business lunch and like three beers deep, three, you know, so you're a liter and a half deep at this point you're like i'm not gonna get anything done the rest of the day like <laughs> Jeez. screw it let's let's go for broken let's party <laughs> and i'm full
2: of sausage and <laughs> liters of beer
3: yeah you know and, and some of the food can be a little heavy too so there's that and then by the time it's 4 30 i you know happy hour fire oven you know is is it's always fire oven beer so it's like boom you know it's it's customary so it's it's very culturally different when it comes to that. So uh, it's taken me a little bit to get used to. I mean, like, oh, twist my arm, like, you know, get used to drinking <laughs> at like, you know, noontime or, or really four o'clock in the comes afternoon. comes into the
1: American business meetings and you just hear a can crack like, oh, yeah, yeah. Hey,
2: everybody, Spätzle and beer, Spätzle and beer, Spätzle and beer.
3: It's not hard, trust me. And I mean, of course. So the brewery I work for in Germany, Box, uh, the family has a beer garden. Uh, like a a fishing it's technically a fishing hut but they have uh, a big beer garden attached to it and it's along like these uh, trails these hiking trails and it's not hard to get lost there in an afternoon on sunday just like hang out especially like right before i left to come back home on this trip uh like the weather was gorgeous um so i'm sitting in this beer garden it's you know like 75 degrees you know half liter beers and like yeah i mean you know life doesn't get much easier than that sometimes
1: um, I need, a, I need a, like a beer garden like that around here with just yes. trails just to get lost, lost with a half liter of like <laughs> hell. Oh,
3: I love it, man. It's like, it's not just that. I mean, they're all over the place, especially where I am. It's just like, there's all these hiking trails and then there's three beer gardens. So you could spend an afternoon on a Sunday. You could get like a salad 15 kilometers in, which is going to be just under 10 miles, but you are going to hit three beer gardens, you know, over the course of the afternoon. So like you basically hike a little bit, you know, you earn the first, you know, leader, and then you hike a little bit more you earn the second leader you hike a little bit more you earn the third.
2: Liter. <laughs> um so let's uh let's talk about this beer here. Um cool. I'm I mean I think we hold uh Sly Fox's as Hell as the um as the kind of the standard like the
1: I feel that's our kind of our bar. It's like the bar. Yeah, yeah, that's our bar right there for the you know, I I guess personally for us yeah. like that's yeah you know, what we kind of we, we set the bar based on our collective experience, but I mean, I had to put this down because
2: I'm just motoring through
1: sips yeah. thinking about German beer gardens over
2: here. So <laughs> what I like about this is it kind of, it kind of goes along with what Sly Fox has made me think of the Hells. Like this is, it's crispy it's light bodied but there's still packs a ton of flavor so
1: like full like the, the malt just is so full bodied. It has that str- like the
2: straw color and everything it's just and it, it's got it's right on with the uh with the description baked bread and clementine slices you get that little bit of citrus in there nice brightness um where i feel like uh typically with a lot of like the breweries in this area when you when you have one of their hells it some of it, some of them can be a little bit heavier than others. Not as clear. You know, you get a little bit of like, a, almost like a weediness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, some go a little bit overboard with the citrus. Um, not saying that any are necessarily bad. I don't think I've really had a bad one. I don't think I've had, ever had a bad Hells. So. But I, I think in, in terms of, uh, comparison to like Sly Fox, which I think is kind of a true hells. Um, it's a lot of them kind of strew and get a little too uh quote-unquote crafty with it um
1: taking i guess they're taking liberties with like the traditional recipe and
2: which i mean i i can't blame i mean you gotta try a little bit something a little bit different but this and we'll get into um talking about your brewing style uh in a little bit here but this is i mean this is it's like picture perfect. Like this is right up there with Sly Fox where it's, it's very light. Yep. You know, medium body. Um, it's not, you know, weighing on you, um, slam a couple back. I am,
1: I'm basically, I'm drinking the BJCP right now. Yeah. Like this is like, (laughs) it's like the tasting (laughs) notes and everything that I, I've read for hells as I read through the BJCP. It's just being ingested right now.
2: (laughs) You got kind of got everything in there. You got, um, Ticks all the boxes, yeah. Tom. nice malt, nice b- malt backbone. Um, you get the the breadiness, uh, and it kind of finishes on that citrusy, clean, citrusy flavor. And it's just, I mean, it's all... all it's just
1: damn delicious, Jeremy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys.
1: Yeah, I think
3: uh, one of the things that you, you kind of touched upon it, Tom, was that uh, a lot of American brewers, uh, just because of the way they brew, mostly... It, to me it always surrounds like single infusion uh you know if you can only do single infusion doesn't mean you can't make a good hell uh it just it, you know the recipe you know a lot of the recipe and process this you know decisions are going to be different and so i think a lot of times people kind of go overboard in particular where you want a little bit of sweetness in a hell you know you still want it to be dry but you you need to have malt character the malt character has to yeah. be there Definitely. Certainly, in the decoction, you're going to get a lot of that. Um, you know, character is going to be derived from the decoction mash. Whereas if you do single infusion, you can't get that. So maybe you try to compensate or overcompensate by adding some cara hell or maybe, you know, Munich or too much Munich or Vienna or too much Vienna. And like, then it ends up being something it's not. Um, and that's where I think a lot of American brewers kind of struggle with that. And it doesn't mean you can't make a good hell with single infusion. I just think it's a little bit easier to make it more in a more traditional way because you can keep the you know the, the thing to me about German beers in particular, uh, you know is you know is really just keeping them simple. They don't you know you know you don't need to overcomplicate these beers. You know a lot of the process you know decisions you make and the things you do, uh, you know are what going you know, to determine you know how how well the beer is made. Um, you know when you start really. Throwing in too much, of you know, making it a kitchen sink beer, you know, it's uh, it can be really troublesome. And I think the other side of it, too, is American burrs And I get caught up in this um, myself is that we have a tendency to uh, be a little aggressive on the hop side. And this is certainly a beer that it's not easy to, for the the hops to overwhelm. Uh, I mean, actually, I'd say, like, for example, like this batch of, of Newbert is that uh, it's too hoppy for my liking. But that doesn't mean I don't like it. It's more... Um, I think the beer sitting right, like right where I want it right now, but like maybe, you know, the beer is only six weeks old now, um, at this point, but like three weeks ago, I didn't like it as much because you know, the hops were still a little too bright. Um, and, and in particular, that's, that's a process decision I make because part of it too is I want to make a beer that sticks around a little bit. I mean, in fact, the beer that I'm drinking right now is the conch Pilsner I made for the concert club last year. And like, if there was any complaint, um, you know, mainly by the club members was that they didn't like it as much as they wanted to, because it was too hoppy. You know, whereas like, you know, my counter to that was like, well, you wanted Roadhouse, you know, Roadhouse is a hoppy Pilsner. This is, you know, no fucking around here. And <laughs> so if anything, you know, like now this beer, this beer is 11 months old and it, it drinks, you know, awesome, you know, and probably, you know, has a lot to do with it. It's, you know, certainly a hop forward beer. It's been sitting in this crowler in my fridge for 10 months now, 11 months now. But, like, that's a mistake I think that, you know, I make all the time. Not all the time, but I try to avoid. It's really easy as an American brewer to be heavy handed on the hopping side. Whereas, you know, hell, and even Pilsner to a certain extent, you know, you have to be a little less heavy handed and a little bit more delicate with your hopping. Doesn't mean that, you know, these are beers that aren't going to show hops, but, you know, particularly in this style, you have to be careful. The Pilsner, you can be much more assertive with, but it's not hard to be, you know, heavy handed and overbearing on that as well. And I think that's just something that we as American brewers, uh, you know, I, I laugh when I'm in Germany because like the hopping rates, you know, American brewers are German, you know, hop farmers, best friends. I mean, I have conversations <laughs> and I tell them the hopping rates of some of the beers we make. And they're just like, hey, come hang out with me a little bit. You know, we're going to get really buddy, buddy ears. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a quadruple dry hop, you say. I mean, I just use the example like the,
3: you the, IPA we through
2: University. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the IPA we were making at box before I started was hopped at a rate of about, uh, a dry hop was one and a half grams per liter. So that's, uh, that's less than like a half pound per barrel. It's pretty low. Totally. Um, but the problem with that is that, uh, you know, the beer just wasn't what we, you know, or what we, what I, you know, what I would expect from a West coast style IPA. So immediately we went from, you know, one and a half grams per liter to 11 grams per liter, <laughs> <laughs> which is more like dry yeah. hopping something at three and a half pounds per barrel. Um, and so like, as soon just, like, as we typical that,
1: American just wants yeah, to go big. Exactly.
3: <laughs> just, as soon as we did that, the beer just jumped off the page, so to speak, and everyone at the brew is like, "Oh God, Jesus!" Like this is so much better and different <laughs> than it was before. And I was like, "Well, that's because it's got ten times more hop in it, you know, in the dry hop in particular." And of course, then you start talking to, uh you know, some of the growers and then the hop brokers over there. You know, as soon as they. Find you're an american brewing in germany they want to be your best friend because they know that you're <laughs> going to go after those hops you know? <laughs> all those hops that are super expensive to get in germany like citra mosaic you know amarillo you know whatever uh, those all the big you know sexy varieties you know that are that are going for 40 euros you know 35 to 40 euros per kilo um so like you know 20 to you know like it's like 18 to 20 dollars a pound you know so basically like six Wow. to eight dollars more a pound than what we would pay for it here in the states all those varieties you know they know that as american brewer i want those varieties so they're like oh i've got this fresh crop of you know you know citrus that just landed it's only 45 euros per oh, kilo like, oh great that's you know ten dollars
1: more a pound than i paid for at home. thanks man you're a german hop broker's retirement plan <laughs> i just love Here's 401k <laughs> i just love thinking that like
2: most of the breweries uh around here like would go broke if they went to germany to brew in germany because it's like what would they do without Citroen mosaic
1: <laughs> jeremy's just going through customs with a, like a, a suitcase full of hops he's like i don't want to pay the premium out here
3: <laughs> well you know it's funny that you say that because a lot of times i don't I, i'm not bringing hops back but i am bringing uh as much stainless parts as i can fit in my bag oh man. <laughs> i'll use an example that thing. can't
1: look good in the x-ray <laughs> i know
3: bag <you> know. <laughs> searched almost every time and metal like, <laughs> detector blows up when they go over his bag <laughs> like two trips ago i brought a, a a stainless an inline stainless steel strainer for the hot water tank you know it's a, a you know an 800 hundred dollar inline strainer uh you know for our hot water tank it's you know maybe a foot and a half long (laughs) it's in my my, my luggage and i was like oh man like tsa is gonna have a field day with this when it goes to the (laughs) x-ray
1: jeremy you can borrow my snowboard bag if you want (laughs) you can probably fit a lot in there
3: you know i'm muleing so much you know one of the cool things about this project as well has been that now i have an elevated status with united so uh, i get 70 i get 270 pound bags checked for free so, <laughs> my, you know, between my stainless steel parts and my beer muling, I'm like muling a lot more back to the He's to Germany. Kidding. So like, I have. Can you, know, you not,
1: get us the smoothie? <laughs>
3: I bought a bunch last time, and I have some friends at another brewery, and I, I gave them you so. Know, fuck a, is a couple, this? <laughs> uh, In smoothies, and they were just like, "I, I can't drink this."
2: What the fuck, <laughs> we, <laughs> the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, we've made so many jokes about like those smoothie style beers going over to like Germany where they're like, they're so like pure.
0: you are going to cause like
2: a fourth. Yeah.
0: There's <laughs> certainly an interest
3: <laughs> warm over there. And there are definitely breweries like, um, Frau Gruber out of, uh, Augsburg and sudden death, um, is up by Kiel and in, in the North, like they are definitely making, you know, they're full on, you know, basically an American craft brewery. Uh, they're doing really? pastry, stouts, kettle yeah, sour, yeah, wow. stouts, you know, hazies, triple IPAs, all that shit. Um there's, so there's certainly a market for it, and I think younger German you know drinkers are certainly getting more and more into that. Um but then you know where I am in the Zarlans, like there's uh not a craft scene like there is in the bigger cities. Um, you know, um They'll
2: you cut know. your hands off if you talk about yeah. marshmallow in yeah. a beer. I was I was kind <laughs> so, of surprised so. to
1: see it in uh Norway. I saw I follow this place duck pond because the uh brewer's yeah, yeah. lead right. singer of right. Collins. So yeah, I yeah. uh <laughs> I saw that it's smoothie sour. I went. <gasps>
3: <laughs> it doesn't surprise me in, in Sweden and in Denmark and the ne- I mean, the Netherlands right now is yeah. like working, uh, you know, the wild, wild west. The UK and the Netherlands are the wild, wild west. But even like uh, we bought a hop gun, a uh, Brockham hop gun from a brewery in Budapest, Hungary called Mad Scientist. And like you check them out and like, you know, it's just so it's 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 so crazy to be an American brewer in Europe because for the longest time, American brewers were shit on. You know, like we didn't make beer. American craft beer was shit. You know, blah blah this, blah blah that. And now, I mean, without a doubt, that the American craft brewer is, you know, the most influential brewer in the world. You know, everybody, you know, not let's say everybody wants to be like American craft brewers, but like so much of what we do now it doesn't make a difference where you go, whether it's France, whether it's you know, the Netherlands or Germany or the UK or you know, fuck man, like Scandinavia, Denmark, uh, Russia you know, all these places are, they just, they're draining hazy beer, you know, kettle sours, fruit sours, pastry stouts. So it's wild. I mean, you're seeing it in Germany now too, and it's going to happen. It's, I don't think it'll be as explosive growth wise in Germany. I think it'll be a slow climb. Um, but that's fine. I mean, I, if I, you know, slow and pragmatic is, you know, the, is a great way to grow, especially, you know, it's, I've been behind a brew that is growing gangbusters and it's like, you know, you're hanging, you know, hanging on by the seat of your pants and it's, Kind of fun while it's happening, but like in retrospect, it wasn't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you said um, you said Hop Gun, and all I could think about was <laughs> Jay from the Shamney Creek doing like a a, a beer based Kiss tribute band called Hop Gun.
1: <laughs> hop Gun. Yeah, I, you know, I was,
2: that. I, was I was doing gun. the I was doing the song <laughs> in my head. Too
1: i was also thinking of like how like popular american beer is over there that there must be like statues like sam caglione from dogfish head has a statue like a dictator in ussr <laughs> just like, just a, just a statue of him out there
3: there's certainly there's certainly some you know brewers over there that are you know american brewers are seen as rock stars like even you know people that you know american brewers that i look up to uh they're seen like as rock stars over there it was really cool i mean i noticed the the guys from Frau Gruber actually were just at the Firestone Walker Invitational, you know. Oh, so wow. to, see, to see a brewery like that making the beer that they're making and get that recognition um, is pretty pretty cool to see. Which is funny because like what I'm doing with Stronger is like the complete opposite here in the United States.
2: <laughs> you can you can drive down the Rob Todd Memorial <laughs> section of the autobahn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man! Um, all right, so I know Dan. I know you're in the same spot as i am right?
1: i've been trying yeah. to just make this last through the entire conversation without like chugging it oh, well you got
3: no. four cans of it so
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Maybe an
2: extra can for each of you Shh, sh, 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 sh. he doesn't know about the other cans jeremy just, <laughs> just keep that to keep that on the dl
1: i was gonna say i think you i think you hit him in the back because i only saw two when i went in there <laughs> um uh final thoughts on the beer
2: man it is uh i mean it's damn near perfect for um as far as what we're familiar with as, yeah as, i mean as far for as us goes. you know
1: our limited experience with yeah. like you know the german styles. you know hell's was you know sly fox for us yeah. sly fox brought german beers to us you know when
2: you know we weren't really Hell, sly, uh, sly fox hell's uh they turned our buddy shout out steve uh the the Coors Light Yingling drinking Steve into a craft beer guy. Was, I
1: know now he's a craft beer yeah, nerd.
2: <laughs> he was buying Sly Fox held by the uh, by the case with the pop top and. I mean, it's a great gateway beer in that yeah. respect. It's not hard to go from
3: Coors to a uh, beer like this.
2: One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, but this is a uh, really fantastic, and uh, I mean. W- it's right behind you and and Dan and I are self-proclaimed uh label shoppers and oh yeah i mean this is a, love just, a good label
1: and the black can like yeah. this
2: is yeah it's just that's just fantastic black can uh the font usage is great the little touch of silver i love the info on the side there it's a uh, really uh, oh and and a nice clear cand on canned on date Man, it, this is a it, it's a I can tell top, the it's like a, it's a top 5 can for me. I mean, I this is like the simplicity and just the overall design is I was going to
1: say the meticulous care yeah. you went into and not only just the beer itself, like the beer is just top notch, but like what you did in the can and everything too and what you're doing with Troger. like I love beers that kind of go through you know tell you what's exactly in the beer, kind of educate you a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, and I, something that's going to pop when it's on a shelf or that you're going to see it when you go to the brewery, or if you go to broken goblet, you know, when no one's there and you're trying to rob the place <laughs> and you say, Oh, there's, there's the hell's right there.
3: You gotta hurry up. There's only about 12 cases left. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it was 12 cases in one half and two sixtles. And I think that that half is already called, I actually, we're gonna save the two sixths for the goblet stock, the anniversary on the sixteenth Oh, I That
1: looks I'll awesome. Be back
3: to that. So we're gonna to try to pour that as part of like the mutual respect table.
1: Oh, so. sweet. That's awesome. And this is for sale at Broken Goblet, correct?
3: Right now it's only place. Yeah. It's yeah. uh that really isn't a hundred percent of my intention right now. Uh it's not so much that I don't wanna sell it outside, it's that you know, you know, right now I'm when I'm not making a lot of the beer, you know, that was only a 10 barrel batch. Um, I think maybe this year I might only do 60 barrels of total beer. Uh, but then past that, like because of my work schedule and everything else going on in, in life, uh, you know, my ability to go out and sell the beer doesn't really exist right now. So usually it's like, you know, I, you know, I know some people at some bars, like whether it's a human billion or, you know, this place or that place, like dog and bull. And I'll, you know, I'll just be like, Hey, you want a half or two of this? Cause I only have six, you know, and, so the beer has been more or less evaporating without me putting a whole lot of effort into it outside of like you know sending a text message to a, a bar manager or a bar owner or like me putting something up on like instagram stories or you know putting a post up you know which is cool i'm not gonna complain about that certainly but uh, i do want to get some more out you know i'm you know i was actually texting back and forth with a, a friend of mine uh, this weekend he's like where can i get some of this beer near me and you know and i know where he lives and i was like dude there's no beer in montgomery county and I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean i drive to ben Salem right now you know which is it's cool i mean and i love you know it's nice to keep it i know it stays you know close to the cuff and everything there it's always in the cold box which is you know the beer treated the way it should and, you know uh it's on side pour which i i demand that like that's you know one thing i really want to make sure that you know it's always on side pour. It's in my glassware. So it's, I don't know if it's going to disappear or not. And there here, you can there see it, it is. We <laughs> can see it now. And
1: he's completely gone. <laughs>
3: if I just back out, you can see the... the...
1: Jeremy, where, where'd you go, Jeremy? Oh, there it
3: <laughs> is. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I can, you know, we can... You know, that's sort of what I want to do. It's the, the whole idea it, it, I mean, behind Trauger, besides brewing, you know, beers in a traditional way is to get back to having fun with this. Um, you know, like that's why I started brewing in the first place. Uh, it doesn't mean I can't, you know, won't, I mean, I'm not going to brew hazy IPAs for charge, but it doesn't mean I don't like to drink those beers or or brew them either. It's just, I'm not going to do that with this. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the whole idea is that, you know, I don't want to sit, I don't want to sit in business meetings anymore where it's like, well, we need to sell X amount of barrels this, you know, this month, or we're not going to hit our targets and that's going to be bullshit. Like, Uh, and that's so draining. Uh, you know, I, I used to think that that's what I wanted. you know, and, uh, I certainly you know was at a brew where that's what we were doing but it just got to the point where like that wasn't what
2: i wanted anymore Hmm. that makes sense i mean Uh, definitely
1: and i mean you and you can tell that like you you put the love you have for craft beer and for this style like into this house like you could tell that it's a lot of care went into this not only just the packaging but also Mm -hmm. you know obviously just how great it's brewed and just and Just I, I a think, joy to fucking drink.
2: <laughs> I think I think we know a gentleman that might be at Memphis Tap that would probably love to ha- have this on.
1: <laughs> certain, and, uh, I another logger like, aficionado yeah. in Philadelphia.
2: I might, I might be having
3: some conversations with him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you
3: know, I mean, mean, those guys are awesome. I, I mean,
1: the, I love loggers. You love loggers. <laughs>
3: robot too, are super cool. I was like, yeah. you know, really stoked that they invited me to a log, uh, log jamming this year. Um, oh, sweet. You know so that that you know i was i was looking forward to that festival you know pretty much since the moment they asked me and whatnot and i mean uh, to the uh, you know to the to the branding and the artwork i gotta give a shout out to jp flexner the guy the man behind the the art um you know jp and i have worked together for a long time whether it's uh, you know before you know we started working together in the beer industry and, and doing all the artwork uh you know we were doing stuff together and, you know, playing in bands, but, you know, music side of things. Um, and then it, it just really translated to an awesome working relationship uh, here and in, in, in beer. And then, you know, when I decided to do this, JP actually wasn't, he was my first choice, but I didn't, uh, I want to deviate from a little bit of what i had done in the past. You know, I'd done i you know, worked with JP for more or less like seven, eight years on, uh, you know, a brand. And I wanted to do something different. Not that I know, didn't know that JP,
2: are you, you, oh you you got to put it up on. Yeah, oh, yeah, hold up. Oh,
1: I lost audio.
2: I got to set the audio again. Uh I think you just have to you just had to unmute yourself.
1: I did, but I can't hear it.
2: You're not going to be able to hear it. Right?
1: Oh, yeah, hold on. Hold up, Jeremy, sorry we lost you for a second.
2: I'm 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 going to be up here in a second.
1: We just had Tom's uh, computer shut down. I was going to say,
2: the
1: CD's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Him just going, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does look like he's picking his nose.
2: <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Damn it, it does look like I'm picking my nose. Sweet, I'm getting a screenshot. Ah,
1: oh, it went away.
2: It's <laughs> uh, all that booger sugar.
1: Ah, uh, he's
2: coming back. Yeah, I'll be back here in a second. Okay, uh, all right. Do you want to get the uh, next? Let's get the next beer ready. Here. Hold up, hold Let me. Yeah, uh, uh, here. Yeah, hey, I got you.
1: Meet back.
2: There we go. All
1: right. All right. We should be good.
2: We're back. All right. We're back. We're back in business. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get the. We're gonna get the next beer going here. Um, it's dark. I can't <laughs> see anymore. Then <laughs> Dan, Dan has shed his pit vipers. We're. We're slowly getting, uh, you're slowly getting me Dan out of back. vacation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, next one, Tom, I'm, yeah, we're gonna, I'm surprised. This is that, this is two for the night for you from this uh, brewery.
2: Yeah, but. this is, uh, yeah, we have, a uh, we have a history with this brewery, but, uh, it's neither here nor there. Um, so this is a collaboration beer with, uh, Trauger and Imprint. Guys, go ahead and send in your comments now. Uh, <laughs> we're doing mybach. Uh it's a 6.7 alcohol by volume. Uh we brewed this Mybach with our longtime. Well, this is for pulled from uh imprint. imprint. Uh we brewed this Mybach with our longtime Ben Salem friends, Truger Brewing, German malt, hops, and yeast lagered for four weeks and lovingly packaged into cans and kegs.
1: I feel like this 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 description was. Of rushed, man. I want to know a little bit more about this Mybach, but uh yeah, let's get into uh let's get into it here.
2: Wait, this is this says on the on the bottom of the can it says my neck my Bach. I do like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes my with bubblegum and strawberry. Interesting. <laughs>
3: No oh, strawberries or bubblegum was, was injured in the production of that beer. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right.
1: So let's get a, uh... I, I do detect a hint of marshmallow. Mm.
3: <laughs> well, that... The, that was a joke. Ryan kept on making when we were talking about the, the recipe, you know, like, cause at the time I was in Germany, so we were texting back and forth about it. And he kept on saying like, you yeah, know, when are we going to add the marshmallow? I was like, dude, the joke was funny
2: the first time. It's not funny, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I'm sitting on two tons of jet puffier guy. <laughs>
1: Come on, man. Help me move this. <laughs>
2: All right, Daniel, let's get a crack here. One, two, three. So I don't want to beat a dead horse. But again,
1: (laughs) another style introduced to us by uh, none other than sly fox
2: <laughs> yes well yeah you know we're we're close proximity to their pot sound location and goat race aficionados <laughs> yeah buck is i should have i should have used my Buckfest uh stein for this one um or my ta- t- my sorry my tankard don't be offended uh jeremy <laughs> um, i got that uh, wrong. Uh, yeah. um so actually this is our our second imprint lager of the night that's what i said this is yeah. the second
1: one i'm like tom like don't uh <laughs> and they're a, they're i feel a like l- the world's gonna end when tom has had two imprint beers in one
2: night <laughs> uh i mean they're a logger company now right that's their thing they're a lager company now is it's imprint logger co. yeah but uh i mean i'm
1: not uh, interested to try this mm-hmm. so uh slancha cheers jeremy
2: Salancha.
3: I gotta pour myself another beer because not <laughs> only is it invisible, but it's empty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, hmm. <clears throat> I still have a four pack of uh, of that left there. Uh, all right. We got a, a Twitch, Twitch viewer. Uh, ah, sweet hopping on with egregious
1: it. is that egregious gamer
2: yeah egregious <laughs> gamer still has a four pack of that left oh um, nice good sweetness on there
1: yeah so did you brew this with at imprint or did you uh brew this
3: so this was brewed at imprint which was a fun brew day because they have a single infusion mash tun Ooh, oh okay but uh you know one of the, the, the part of that conversation with those guys was, Hey, uh, you know, how can we do this in a way that'd be more traditional than just doing a single infusion? So I asked Ryan, I was like, you know, I said, I was like, why don't we do it as a step mash? And he said, well, we can't. And I said, you certainly can. We just have to do it as a, as a water step mash. And I was like, we had to do an infusion, you know, water step, you know, where we just, you know, we go thicker at the beginning of the, of the mash. And then we go thinner as we get to the top, but we can do our steps that way if we calculate how much, water and the temperature you know the temperature of the water and how much we needed to make it happen yeah Yeah. so that's that's what we did you know and that was the first time they'd ever they'd ever done that uh at imprint and uh you know those are one of those days you know that are fun i I love you know being a brewer for those reasons because you do things like that you know you challenge yourself i mean that's something i had done but they had never done so i you know i said i was like you know let's do it you know what's Uh, the what's the point of doing this if we're not going to challenge ourselves you know like let's have some fun with this and that's really you know what what ended up happening with that beer.
1: Yep. MacGyvering a lager mm-hmm. right there at, uh, I, <laughs> I mean, mean there's, way, there's
3: ways you can do it. You just have to be a little bit more creative or you know, have to think outside the box instead of just throwing a bunch of malt and hops in with your know, water and saying, oh, well, that's what I got to deal with. Yeah. You know, nah, ways you can get, you know, you can be a little bit more creative and uh, you know, I think you can make better, you know, better beer that way too.
2: So what would you, <clears throat> what would you say the tasting notes we should expect with this uh, would be? with a my box that beer or my box in
3: general because my box in
1: general
2: you know, oh, okay
3: <laughs> I, I say it not because i think the beer it's a bad beer but i mean you know uh i think that beer that version of is a little bit maybe sweeter than i usually prefer um i like them to be a little bit drier uh
1: i, I actually i agree with you because mm-hmm. i recently i was getting a couple my box obviously with the season um you know a few weeks ago just kind of stocking up on a couple from around our area here mm-hmm and um this is probably on the sweeter side for me uh, yeah in terms i agree of that like, yeah. i mean that's
3: i think maybe a more common uh issue you see here in the states mostly because of the way we uh you know most of the time these things are fermented and open excuse me in closed fermenters mm. and uh you, you get a little on the higher side of the abd although this one's not too bad um you know the the yeast can you know struggle a little bit um and whatnot so they, they just don't dry out as much as you, you, know, you you'd like them to. Um, and also, that's a little bit something we can we can counter with a step mash or a decoction. You know, we can specifically go after that um, in, in the mash, you know, in our our our, our mixing, our mash mixer. Um, uh, but that's just, you know, it doesn't make it a bad beer because there's certainly versions of this beer that are sweeter that, you know, I enjoy as well. Um, just for me, uh, I like them to be a little drier. That's all.
1: I agree. Yeah, I, I do like a little like a little bit more dryness, uh, almost like a crisp dryness to like a crispy bite to a little mm-hmm. bit at the finish for i mean this is this is nice like the the malt in it this kind of is what a Maybach is kind of brewed for you know as all as box go this is where you're stepping out into like the warmer weather and mm-hmm. you know it's it's namesake and everything you wanted some a lighter lagered mm-hmm. beer to ring in the summer season
3: This is also a great style that if you have the opportunity, especially home brewers uh, can do this a little bit more readily than a professional brewer can. Um, But if you can do this beer as an open fermentation um, or at least an open fermentation for maybe like the first 36 to 48 hours and then close it down. I think the yeast uh, in particular, because the higher gravity in these beers and the higher ABV is really aided by uh, not having that, that, that hydrostatic pressure. Um, although you know, if it's a smaller batch, it's not you know nearly the same. But it, it, the yeast will struggle a little bit more because of the higher okay. work gravity. And having that open fermentation really allows the yeast to 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 be a little bit more uh, assertive in the sense that it's going to dry out. I think a little bit better. That's my my opinion.
1: Nice, yeah. And I forgot about the higher ABV being like it's a celebratory beer and everything too. Mm-hmm. Like it's made to be like, hey, you know we're celebrating the warm weather's coming, the fields, you know, and like, you know, historically it's bringing on like the season of plenty, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
3: it's certainly it's, you know, you're getting into the the warmer season. Uh, you know, it's, it's nice because it's still, you know, you'll have it. It's, you know, it's that spring thing where the, you know, the mornings are going to be crisp the days, the later day is, you know, you have the spring weather, Yeah. you know, so it's going to be nice and warm. Uh, but then it gets a little chilly as the sun starts to go down uh you know so a bigger beer still you know still works out well for that
2: no i agree <laughs> um so i wanted to ask uh i think we, we need to get a little bit more into to jeremy's background brewing background Oh, totally. um you know you're doing a lot of a lot of work over in germany and <clears throat> over here you, you know you don't really experience that a lot um so can you tell us what what it's like brewing um was it according to the, Now I'm going to butcher this word. No, so, no, don't the, say it. The Rein, Reinheitskabot. <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm close. close.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, it got Canadian right at the end. It was like <laughs> <laughs> Uh
3: It's interesting. Um, I mean, even the things that we understand or know about the purity law, um, when you get there, there's even more to it um of course you know we kind of oversimplify things like well it's got to be you know four ingredients blah blah this blah blah that um it's actually even more complicated than that but yet there's some simplicity to it as well uh you know one of the things that like i never knew before i started brewing in germany was that technically we have to mill our own malt we're not allowed to use pre-milled malt Ah, Um, oh it has to be milled on site um one of the things I've, you know, always understood or thought I understood was that there, you couldn't do any, um, any adjustments to, uh, you know, uh, to the water chemistry or, you know, your water coming you know, into the building. Like it's like basically what you have is what you have to use. Um, but that's not true. Um, we actually can uh, use like reverse osmosis or any sort of other like charcoal filtration, things like that. Um, but, for example, with reverse osmosis, we could we could do that, and we could put brewing salts back into the to, to the water, but we can't put more into the water than already exists. So we can take all the the shit out that we don't want, and say we want you know a, a fair amount of calcium sulfate, uh, you know gypsum uh, or calcium, you know car- you know carbonate. Like if we want to, you know uh, excuse me, calcium chloride. Uh, if we want to put those things back into the water, we can do that, but it can't be more than what our water already has, you mm-hmm. know? So that's sort of a limitation there. And then the other side that has to be specifically what we call the brewing water. Like we can't add any other salts to the water, you know, the mash specifically, like, you know, that's, once the mash The mash is the mash. You can't do anything to it. Like <laughs> it's gotta be, for example, loggers. And that's the other thing. It's like the, the, the purity law is, is funny in the sense that it's, you know, loggers are sacred ground. You can, you know, it really, it does govern ales to a certain extent, but like, it's almost as if they don't care, you know, with the ales. Is, but if you do anything to a logger, it's like heaven forbid. It's
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so what, it's like what governs society? It just takes you yeah. out. What governs those laws? Uh,
3: so there's actually, uh, it's in the, the federal Bundessta- uh like laws, like the statutes that, you know, run the federal government. It actually has been, uh, so the Ron has been, it was, everyone calls it the Germany purity law, but it really actually was the Bavarian purity law. And it, it did not become the law of the land in Germany until 1906. Um, and then after like, you know, world war one and two and whatnot, when the West it took the a little
1: break with the word purity, then nothing happened here. <laughs> from- <laughs> <laughs> We're like on after, vacation
3: <laughs> after the second world war, like in, East and West Germany split up like East Germany didn't acknowledge the purity law, you know, but West Germany did. Mm. So it was actually written in into their statute and their, you know, the civil codes. Um, but then it's also the, the misconception is that you can't make anything but those beers in Germany. That's not true. The difference is, is that you can make any type of beer you want, but there's only certain beers that you can call beer. Um, so if it's, uh, you know, the main four ingredients, uh, the basic four ingredients, uh, then you can call it beer, you know. But if I put uh, sugar, you know, into the beer, if I use dextrose or any sort of sugar adjunct or any other adjunct for that matter, whether it be corn or or rice or uh, marshmallow or marshmallow, <laughs> <laughs> I put any of those things into it, it changes what we can call it. And that used to be a perception by the German, you know, consumer of inferior beer. So if it wasn't a beer, beer. Then uh, it was, you know, shit. It wasn't a good beer. But you know, the, the <laughs> funny thing is, is uh, dry hop beer cannot be. You know, no dry hop beer will ever be a purity law beer. But it doesn't <laughs> make it not a beer. It's just called what we call a beer specialty in German. Um, you know, so for example, we make one of those at at Box. It's actually one of my favorite beers, if not my favorite beer we make. Is a dry hop Hellus, and uh, we dry hop it with uh Simcoe and Amarillo on the, you know, the beer, it tastes like lemonade right off the bottling line. It's, it's awesome. I love it, but it's not a beer. It's a beer specialty, special at Taten, you know, like that's uh, our specialty. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where like uh, it used to be an issue, you know, the con- German consumer did not want to drink anything that wasn't beer. And I'll, you know, I use the example of uh, Frau Goober uh, earlier, like they're almost not almost They are, uh, they're flying the flag of those beers in fact like all the pastry stouts that they're making like you can't even call them a beer specialty they actually have to be what we call a beer trend, a beer mix drink um which has for the longest time had a really negative kind con- of you know you know reputation or connotation to it in germany because you can still go into the, the gas stations in germany and get like a you know this is why I like the german side of things is so strange where you have you never think you could, you know, a German would mix like cola with a beer, but you can go into a, you know, a grocery store or a gas station and buy a half liter of cola beer mix, you know, for 50 euro cents. God. <laughs> uh, but they, they, told, they, they bastard, you know, they bastardize it themselves, but like they would never call that beer. But now you have breweries that are doing pastry stouts and all this crazy, you know, stuff. And they're flying that flag where like they literally put on the front of the can and it'll be the name of the beer and the artwork and it'll say beer Mischke Trank on the bottom. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's almost as if the younger German consumers that are in the craft are looking for that, and if it doesn't have it on it it's it's almost like the hazy i p a or the pastry style like, well, that beer didn't finish at fifteen play I don't want that shit, you know like <laughs> 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 if that beer doesn't say beer Michigan Go, I'm not buying it it's that's not a pastry style like it's the same mentality, but just in, you know a, a different mindset oh, um, so. There's beer yeah, dorks I mean, in Germany too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, trust me, there are beer yeah.
1: dorkenstadt. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Beer, uh, Coca Cola and beer, and France lost to these guys. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I sit there and see it all the time, and like my boss had mentioned, he's like, I, you know, he's like, man, they wouldn't do this in Bavaria.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. Have you ever had a, it's a German thing, uh, cold Coca-Cola mixed with orange Fanta. No, I've never had
3: that. That's a, it's sort of like a Spezi.
2: Uh, yes. That's, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. It's, super, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it, All liner actually makes a, a spacey. That's like super, super. I mean, I'm not going to say it's good because I'm not into it, but I have a, a friend
1: um, I have a friend who's into I, I, you know those I, adjuncts. <laughs>
3: yeah. Actually, he's a he graduated von Stephan, uh worked at uh, Bitburger, and then after Bitburger, he uh, worked for Steinecker, the you know the brew house manufacturer. Dude, you know here's this you know a certified brewmaster from you know the you know oldest you know brew, you know brewing. I don't know if it's the oldest brewing school in the world, but it's the oldest brewery. I mean, it's connected to the Technical University of Munich. It's connected to von Stephan, the, the brewery. Here's this guy, you know, it's a four year degree in brewing is technically a, a certified brewmaster because I can't call myself a brewmaster in Germany because uh, I don't have a degree from a, a German brewing school. Um, but here's this guy and, you know, he absolutely loves this, this Spezi shit. And I'm, every time, you know, we <laughs> have Paul Anner, who's obviously this, you know, mega brewery uh, and they make it, you know, they make the Spezi and it's super popular, but they, they, he loves it. He <laughs> absolutely freaks out about it.
2: We had a, um, we had a schnitzel house near uh down on 724 you know where jerry chicken is yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the there's a house. Yeah. there's a schnitzel house there that uh my wife and i would frequent my wife was born in uh heidelberg oh um, nice
3: and, and i'm not far from heidelberg actually
2: yeah we would we would go down there and get some schnitzel and they had that that spatesy sch- or whatever it's yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and i was
1: like uh it just feels like when you're at McDonald's and you like hit the high C orange. <laughs> yeah. Remember when you just put a little high C orange yeah. in your soda, <laughs> but
3: am in like Mountain Dew with like some other weird ass yeah. flavor. Off the
2: well, yeah. I was like, it's like seven 11 where you get, you, you go get a, a, a fill up a Coke slurpee and then whatever the other flavor slurpee is like, you know, uh, but it was, I, I was like, I gotta try it. I gotta, I have to find out what it tastes like. And it's, really good
3: (laughs) really good i'm not super there's other like the the thing that i've gotten kind of addicted to in germany is the the sprudels uh, the 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 carbonated like it's not carbonated sparkling water but it's usually like flavored carbonated sparkling water but there's a few that like there's one that uh it's it's uh sweetened with uh, aspartame but it's a 750 milliliter bottle and it's seven calories it tastes like Hmm. it's it's (laughs) super carbonated just
1: killing it, brain cells but yeah. loving it. <laughs> it's so good I, it's like you know, i
3: don't feel like you know like junk after like it's not like i just you know drank a 750 yeah. you know and it was like 500 calories it's seven calories for 750
2: what's the one we have here uh what's the the sparkling flavored water uh le, uh
1: la croix
3: or whatever la croix la
2: croix. croix yeah <laughs>
3: what, what isn't there you know right now in sparkling yeah. but that's the equivalent in german would be schrudeau or like there's like uh, you know schrudeau companies everywhere and, and some of them are just crazy there's uh, a couple that make like this like uh multiple different like berries like teas like there you know it'll be a tea but it'll have you know like raspberry and then a few other different types of berries in like they're super good like the lemonades like i mean all day and like you go in you can just buy crates of them in the grocery store and i love it it's <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't mess with the spacey but like the rest of the stuff it's pretty good all
2: right uh we have a couple minutes left i feel like we need to get into this uh we need to get into this last beer <clears> this <throat> yeah let's heck. uh final thoughts on the uh the my box
1: um i am finding it to be a little too sweet to uh, I mean, I usually drink these, a, you know, a little bit quicker than usual. Like, I love my box. Um, I'm finding it to be a little almost like even like the mouthfeel is a little thick to me. Like, it's just it's sweet. So yeah,
2: I mean, I'll, I'll agree, it's a little on the sweet side for me. Um,
1: I mean, I have been. Don't worry, I have been trying. I vacation I, Dan I, is I, still I, here.
3: <laughs> At all, either. I mean, like, it's I as a brewer. I mean, you know, I'm. I'm my own
2: worst critic, so the the malt in it, uh, like the malt.
1: I mean, it has a great malt character, yeah. and I'm like sitting there, I'm like, it's there. I can, I can, I yeah. can taste it's just, it. Just like it has,
2: <laughs> it's just like that. It's like the malt is like the bone marrow, yeah. and it's just surrounded by like that sweetness, and it's just I can't get through it.
3: It's literally like you know, the first time I had it, I was like, man, the beer is here, but it's not there.
2: It's, yeah. it's like I can I, I can feel across it. the line, yeah. You know? <laughs> I think there might be a little It Doesn't
3: make it a that. bad beer. Just doesn't ex- make yeah. it exactly the beer that right. you know that I come or like other people would expect or want
2: either. Doesn't and my and, and and it it. mybach is. I feel like my like a very, um, it's a very palate oriented beer. You know that yeah. you can get people that really love mybach and people that really hate it.
3: Um, I mean, I, I've had one recently uh, from a brewery in Germany called Hairs and Heimat that like absolutely crushed it it was so so good uh i actually texted the brewer uh the brewery's like two blocks from the uh, my apartment um i actually live in another town not the, so boxes in and i've been uh, living in sunking but and uh i'm lucky i live like two blocks from this brewery called hares and heimat and they have this awesome like uh restaurant it's not attached to the brewery it's like two blocks from the brewery it's called the glass beer Metzgerai, you know, the burgers there are like slamming like i love going there at least once a week and right before they kicked the last keg i went down finally to get, to drink their MyBach and i texted him i was like yo man this is so fucking on
1: point yeah i got <laughs> i got a feeling if you're in germany you have to ace that
3: yeah. <laughs> but it's, again it's not an easy style to make yeah. i mean i've had plenty of them both you know stateside and in europe that aren't you know they're not bad beers but they're just not exactly what i like Uh, that's i mean it doesn't make a difference i mean for me uh doesn't make a difference how malty or big the beer is i i like dry beer like to me it's like i want to have the feeling that i want to drink more you know so like if that's not in that beer then you know it's just something that doesn't that's like you know that's the thing about hazy beer to me like hazy ipa to me is like you drink one of them and not only is there probably actually 600 calories in the can but it feels like
1: there's (laughs) yeah it's that bloat i love the hazies that don't feel like that though when you get one that looks like it's going to be like that but then you're like the dryness factors there and then the bodies it's just like so refreshing you're like Thank you, thank you for not killing
2: my stomach right now.
3: Yeah, (laughs) you know, I want to say those are few and far between, but they're out there. They're certainly out there.
2: Oh yeah, oh totally for sure. All right, so we're going to get into uh, into our last beer here um, from uh, Trauger. So this is a this is what I'm stoked on because I had this
1: style actually as this year was the first time I've had this style, and I thought it was just
2: so I've never had this style, so I'm a it, you know you're you're popping my uh Grudzis, Grudz, uh cherry here and as a I'm part po- I'm part Polish I, know. I ha- I'm half Polish and I've I I love this. that the style
1: sounds like he's a goalie for like the Oilers or something
2: <laughs> It sounds like the last this would be a last name of most of the people I grew up with <laughs> Um are
3: you from Northeast PA?
2: No, I'm from Delco.
3: Okay, that would make more sense
2: if you were from Schuylkill County. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from I'm from Delkow, bro. Delco. Um All right, so we're doing is it Grot Gratzer? Gratzer. 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 Yeah. uh So it's a 3.8% alcohol by volume. Grozitzki. Uh it's Polish style. Am I saying that right? Groz Grozitsky. Grozinski. In
3: English it's Grozinski, but in, in Polish it'd be Groyitska.
2: Groitka.
3: And I'm probably fucking that up, but it's closer than what it would be <laughs> in
2: English. <laughs> uh brewed with 98% oak smoked wheat malt and hopped in the kettle with Zula and Sibila. Saiba? Sibila, Polish hops. Okay. So uh, we have the enemy of the podcast, bomb. Oh, uh, <laughs> the crowler. The crowler. Tom, My do
1: baby. you have a do you have a towel ready?
2: It's I think My it's on the floor. seal. <laughs> it's well tom it we his, can never pour it
1: tom can never pour a crowler so like historically it all goes on the floor
2: yes most <laughs> yeah most of the first pour goes it, it, on the floor. It, it, it trickles down it's a floor pour you know yeah you know, classic floor pour
1: egregious gamer uh, i love hazies too but we're gonna get into a polish smoke beer
2: egregious gamer the haze craze is over get get up with the times <laughs> we discussed this two episodes ago <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh we're yeah, he loves
3: hazies, and the question would be like, who the fuck doesn't these days? Jeez. Oh, I
1: am the resident haze boy of this group. I am the self hating hazy boy though, where I'm just like, Yeah, it's a great beer, you know, whatever.
2: <laughs> I've come full circle with hazy's. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. Not, I I like them too, but like I said, it's one of those things where I drink one. wine. Wait,
2: uh, who's who's lead Who's the lead? Am I delayed? I, who's the lead? Maybe I'm delayed. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. It all seems I'm, kosher to us. Yep. All right. Three, two, one.
1: Do it.
2: Hey, my face is clean. <laughs> all right. Ooh, that is a smoky boy.
1: Oh man. So while you're pouring this out, um,
2: I don't. We're gonna. I'm gonna do it. Now. You do it? Okay. Yeah. Hard pour. Hard pour right down the center. Uh. All right yeah we're yeah, not we just pick and choose when we want to bring them up a uh, egregious <laughs> gamer uh that's what you know we're the uh we're the bosses over here <laughs> so uh
1: yes yeah, so I mentioned the gradziski or yeah. Gretzka is the uh I just had the style literally like a few months ago I had uh one of the former brewers from Wall and Paul pack gave me theirs they're Thank smoked you? uh and th- it's funny because you mentioned Schuylkill County. I was like oh yeah they're in northeast Pennsylvania so uh yeah they're from out in that area.
3: Whoa. It makes a good beer,
1: too. Yeah, they are, uh, I mean, award-winning beers. Um, we had them on the podcast before. Uh, actually, their MyBach is on my list, and I almost ordered a bunch of it from... <laughs> I looked at the shipping. I was like, I can't do it right now. I'm about to go on vacation. No one's going to be there to sign off for this beer. <laughs> I, always,
2: I always forget that we can have Wal-Pompeck shipped oh, yeah. to
1: us. Statewide shipping, Pennsylvania, yeah. baby.
2: All that, that sleeveless brewing up there. It's just it's <laughs> so good oh, oh man that is beautiful right. Whew, man it's two two straight weeks with a smoked beer yeah i know we're growing dan all right slancha cheers Prost.
1: do you still have that uh uh was that 11 month pilsner going on over there
2: no i got
3: maybe a few more ounces of this left but uh then i'm probably gonna crack this bad boy the beast the beast <laughs> We'll see. It depends on how well I want to sleep tonight. Mm. <laughs> oh,
1: man. I love the light body of the, Gra- the Grazitski is like one of my favorite things, especially with all of the smoke flavor. Mm.
3: Oh, the thing I like about this style in particular uh, is that it's oak smoked wheat. So it has such a different quality than what a smoked barley would have. Yeah. Uh, there's a certain sweetness to it. And then also... Uh, because of the low ABV on this and because there, you know, wheat also has a certain tartness. I don't want to say tartness, but like, it's just a lighter, you know, it cuts through. It's a lighter, it's certainly a lighter body. Yeah. You would get from, uh, from barley. So it's just, it's just a, it's a hard beer to make, to be honest, to bitch, to, to, to mash with. If you're not doing, you know, I don't suggest anyone that ever wants to make this style to do it as a few fu- infusion mash, uh, cause it's not hard to have a stuck mash, if you're off on your strike oh um, really you're on a step mash it's it's super uh super much easier uh you won't have issues with it um and also you'll have you'll get better efficiency um i haven't done this as a decoction but i do plan on
2: doing it as a decoction yeah. next. so what are we, what was this smoked beer we had last week with volstead we did a we smoked, smoked alt beer alt beer and it was right. a home
1: brewed smoked alt beer too yeah
2: that was a. This is a so
1: no step mashing there. No, <laughs> there's no step mashing at home.
2: <laughs> no, he actually brewed it through a, a, a window uh, window unit AC. He loggered it. Yeah. So he, it. he created a glycol
1: chiller th- uh, with a wall unit AC.
3: <laughs> I know breweries just start off that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've literally I've literally seen that. So
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, this is um, it's super interesting. Um, the smell, like the aroma. Uh, I definitely expected a really heavy smoke flavor and mm, the smoke but, flavor is definitely there, but it's not like a, it's not an it's it's like unenjoyable. It's smoke not
3: flavor. like, it's not like some barley. The, the smoked wheat is just very, very different. It, it, there's also a sweetness, like I said, to the wheat that just creates like a different quality than you would expect when you would like drink it, you know, made like a rock beer or you know, like a smoked Meritzen or something like that. Like, and for me, uh, because it's such a it's a, such a low ABV beer too, like uh, the smoke isn't over the top, but especially as the beer warms up, it has a, a lot more uh, complexity um, than I think you would expect from a beer like that. And then, yeah. you know, I've been crushing them. I, I can't stop. You know, I, I, I don't try to get high on my own supply. But like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we had, we had our buddy here, egregious gamer, say, I don't know if I've had one yet. And you probably haven't because we just got it straight off the line here. So this is, this just is that crowd. new, new, <laughs> it, it was, it was just crowd today. So do
3: you I actually only poured this after I kegged it, we put it on side pour, uh, for ourselves at broken God with a six And then I, <laughs> after like a couple days, I took it off uh, just to save the beer. Cause I didn't, I only did a three barrel batch of this. There's not a whole lot of it. Uh, you guys I,
1: doing smoked, uh, milk pours. Yeah.
3: yeah, <laughs> <been> Awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, It'd it'd be awesome. You drink this on side pool and have Mike Locke tell you how awesome Metallica is. (laughs) (laughs) Lars Ulrich's the best drummer in the world. Yeah, I don't know if he'd say that, but he would. Yeah, (laughs) Um, (laughs) we have it on good authority that he is one of the. The top Lars Ulrich. Yeah, we got him we world. got him
1: drunk one night on the podcast and he confessed it to us. We have it on recording. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have
3: to I'm gonna have to confront him about that then.
1: Yeah, we're gonna release the tape. Don't worry. Just, <laughs> just tell him we're gonna release the tape.
3: I mean, I'm a Metallica fan, but I don't know if I'd go as far uh uh to you know ever put Lars Ulrich in uh you know any sort of category yeah. of top drummers. So
2: I mean I agree. I don't I don't think I would either, but you know, Mike insists he's uh he's the top Top drummer. I've of never all seen years. somebody with
1: hard eyes for Lars Ulrich like Mike Locke. Yeah. I'll
3: give him. I'll give him one record. I'll give. <laughs> I'll give Lars one record. I, I mean, I'll give him a Justice for all because for me, I you know, all right. the drumming on that's not overly. Uh, you know, I. I mean, I've I've played in bands of you know drummers better than than Lars Ulrich, but that record for for me anyway. For as what far it as,
1: is, yeah. You
3: know the the compositions and the, and what he's you know his drum parts and that fit all the music perfectly
1: i would have gave him ride the lightning too i would have gave him at least that one
3: uh, I, I feel like there's something different about because there's a you know there's a progression or or maybe even some would say a regression from hold on ride i was guess
1: there there is a regression from injustice for all but hold on
2: <laughs> guys look check it out i'm better than lars Ulrich. oh come on <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so our buddy matt here uh asked if it's comparable to a roush beer
1: so I mean. That's kind of like what we were just talking about, the smoked malt versus smoked wheat, like you were just saying. I guess with the beer beers, the smoked malt, correct? Well, they're both smoked malt. Um,
3: Yeah. Or I guess the... So Nick's asking if this is... Yeah.
2: uh, I... Can't remember if he had them from the tank or not. This <laughs> <laughs> is it's the most like this is I need to read this in like a Delco accent. Like yeah, it is Nick. It's Teresa's cousin. Don't worry, from down the street. Uh, ask Jeremy if this is the one I tried right out of tank. Um, you have, to, is you have to say
3: it in a in a, in a Rochester North you know, Upstate New York accent because that's where Nick lives. Mm.
2: <laughs> it reads very Delco. <laughs> not far off, probably. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah you I know, was gonna Trey, say.
1: Yeah, there, yeah, there's that Upper New York like New England accent. You know, God. Teresa. I'm Teresa's cousin. Don't worry. It's, uh, <laughs> no, you get a little west of the Adirondacks. It's not as not as New England as you think. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, he he's in Wegman's country.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um i would say like with this uh compared to uh i would say compared to a roush beer this is very um i I would i would say with a roush beer you get it on the nose a little bit more than you do with this um it's a little bit this has a a lighter smoke i would say than uh like a roush beer i feel like a roush beer is like full body smoke this is like light like I would say this is crushable smoke to me.
2: I feel like the smoke, like the first pour, the smoke was a lot heavier than it is now.
1: It's tamed as it's gotten like closer to room temperature.
3: Yeah, I feel like uh, the difference for me has always been like when I have a like a like a. I mean, you really have to experience smoke beer in Germany uh, compared to the states because anything that does make it to the states is. I mean, the age, the smoke certainly, you know, lessens with age. Um, uh, I mean, when you have it in Germany, it's sometimes it's like liquid campfire. There's people that will complain that it's like that here in the States, but it's so, so assertive and aggressive in Germany. Um, whereas this beer to me is um, because it's, you know, it's, it's not barley, it's smoked wheat, mm-hmm. uh, and because of the lower ABV, it, it, it's got that presence yeah, um, it's, it, I guess the best way I can put it is it's it's not like a ham sandwich. It's sort of like it's sort of like, uh, it's, sort of like a, it's sort of like a cheese sandwich with a, a side of cured smoked bacon. A little bit of you <laughs> no. know, okay, so, you know, it's right. not the full you know the full thing. Whereas like a like a, a smoked merits and you know a rock beer would be a full on like liquid ham sandwich. And I and I yeah. love that don't, don't, Like yeah. to me that you know some people don't like that at all. To me, I, I I'm like I'm all for it.
1: That's great. Um, that's actually a good analysis because I don't, I was kind of equating something different in my head. So I was thinking like Roush beers are kind of like a like a brat on the grill. This is like the dollar dog night glizzy. Like this is where you're just like crushing these. Like the first time I had a Gradzitzki, I went, oh man, this reminds me of like hot dogs on the campfire. Like just that like a little bit a little of sweetness, char. just a little yeah. char, a little sweetness. Like this is like a glizzy beer. Yeah. I, I just kept calling it the glizzy beer.
3: <laughs> I like equate this to being like this. If you are absolutely a hundred percent against smoke beer, this is a good style. And that would be an entry into that. Um, because it's not full on crazy. Like, you know, you're not scraping ash off your tongue, but there's enough smoke there where it's going to add a complexity, you know, complexity to the beer and
2: a, and PJ, My. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, glizzy is the correct terminology.
1: Uh, yeah, it's, it's the correct nomenclature.
2: I, I'll, I'll also accept pork missile. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, Name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we had a, we had a discussion we last Jeremy week. Jeremy
1: pork missile on. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh,
2: we had a discussion last week while we were drinking uh, the smoked alt beer where some some of the smoked beers uh they they come across with a very like liquid smoke flavor like that very we what do we equate it to bakos yeah
1: we were thinking like you know how bakos have they're really phoning into bacon taste
2: yeah (laughs) bakos has like a very distinct taste it's not uh oh there he is ah there he is the number one lars Ulrich fan in the world mike lock mike Locke. Mike Locke. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um yeah bakos, bacos don't taste like bacon they have they're just they're bacos flavored yeah and it's like a lot of That's this, what this.
1: liquid smoke
2: is it's not yeah, smoke
1: flavored it's just, just it's liquid, liquid smoke,
2: smoke. <laughs> yeah so and I, I feel like a lot of those beers like i've had uh i had a the first smoked beer i ever had was a smoked beer to guard and was that congee yeah and it was just it was very heavy-handed with like a it was a very um inauthentic smoke
1: flavor they just teabagged that beer with smoke flavor
2: (laughs) yeah yeah it was smoke flavoring (laughs) yeah it it, it, and i feel like a lot of like that that style like any of like that like uh any smoked beer gets kind of bogged down with that
1: i mean prior to the the only other smoked beer i've ever had uh well obviously last week with the smoked Mm -hmm. beer but like Rausch beers were the only smoked beer i had prior to that so like it was always like when the Rausch beer came out for god i hate being a broken record sly fox (laughs) 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 i feel like i'm just so i'm in my own german bubble of like like all the beers i
2: and you were uh dan you were directed to go to germany and ask for a glizzy because you will get a knuckle salmon. I don't even know what a glizzy
3: is. So, what the fuck is a glizzy? It, hot dog.
1: It, it's just a hot dog. It's yeah, just so. a, like a, it's a slang term for a hot dog. It's a,
3: it's I've never, a, it's
2: I've a, never heard that before. It's a zoomer term well, for,
1: I mean, I, I honeymooned in Iceland. They have the best hot dogs in the, uh, glizzies. best glizzies in the world. So, uh, come at me with that. You ever or, have a glizzy mid ass sheep? <laughs> we're on uh
2: we're we're, we're on, we have to we're we're streaming on twitch so we have to use the twitch lingo
1: <laughs> it's gen z slang ah, it's a glizzy I don't know even what gen it's z. not it's not even gen z slang
3: i'm almost 50 i don't know what the fuck that is <laughs>
1: oh, dude I'm, I'm 36 i'm not gen z
2: <laughs> i'm 36 and one day younger than daniel so. yeah one day younger that's it <laughs> um best all right so friends. we've talked about uh your I guess we didn't really talk about too much about your brewing history. Um you started out with uh, with did you start out with Nishamini or was it just like your longest tenure?
3: So I'm one of the founders and the original head brewer in the Shavani.
2: Yeah. Oh, you're one of the founders
1: of Nishamini. Yeah. yeah. So Croy croy i, I, I saw that you had the this is not Croydon
2: female I, I loved i <laughs> i i geeked out a little bit when i, I, I giggled picture. so yeah. hard
1: at that when i was looking at the untapped i went oh man that's no, awesome.
3: that was an untapped killer as far as my rating is concerned i'm not like, really going <laughs> to do shit about that but i just watched the fucking rating go from four to three nine because of that shit so <laughs> 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 I, mean, I don't give a fuck either way because it's you know it's I love Ale, and if people don't get it or they don't appreciate it, that's not my fault.
1: I know. I, I mean, I've, I've had, I had the OG like Croydon Ale. That was a, that was a staple when my band would, we would have band practice. We would have a couple cans of that in the cooler all the time. So if you've
3: had that beer before and you've seen the artwork on that label.
1: Yeah. Like the, uh, the lawnmower know, and everything.
3: The lawnmower and then the guy asleep on the, you know, the lawn chair. Yeah. Uh, so two things about that artwork. One, JP, the guy that does, you know, the you know, the person that's responsible for all the artwork for Trager, he did all the artwork for the Chamonix at that time. Um, so that's where that, you know, so the cool thing about that is that like you wouldn't know that because the Trauger artwork is so different than what he, you know, he had done for the Chamonix, which I think is awesome because JP, like I said, is seriously one of the most uh, uh, like talented, artist and graphic designers ever met, you know, or I'll ever meet, He's, you know, and we, we connect so crazy, you know, in such a crazy way, like when we have conversations about our work, it's, it's almost like we're connected at the brain. Um, so it's a super easy relationship to have. But then, uh, you know, the second thing about that is that <clears throat> when the Chamonix started, my father, <coughs> excuse me, my, uh, this is even before, you, you know, you know, in 2012 when the Chamonix opened, you weren't allowed to sell on premise, you know, you could only do, uh, you know, six packs, bombers whatever uh growlers to go so when we opened in our gift shop at our tasting room because uh, you had to do the four ounce pours you couldn't you know if yeah. you and taste a, a four ounce pour and then get a you know a growler filler or something to go that's the way it had to be uh so the person that ran the gift shop for the first three years of the brewery was my father um and so my father is not just the inspiration for us you know brewing a cream ale but like he's on the can like that like that you know <laughs> <laughs> on the chair it's awesome yeah that's 100 my dad you know uh, that's you know, fucking awesome is awesome uh and, and whatnot so you know when i left and uh you know everything that worked out the way it did and then you know, also decided to do the, the this is not croiden fest i was like yeah, they're not making this beer anymore so fuck it you know i'm gonna make it it's my beer anyway
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome and the fact that you brought that up about jp like i'm having such a I'm geeking out hard because um the original can art for Shape of Hops to Come is still I, I hold that in such high regard as like a refused fan and everything. Like that was like one of my favorite like can art styles when it first came out. Just the, the name of the beer, too. And I went, holy shit, is that for real? <laughs> I remember getting it. it. I, I, I got it name. completely based yeah. on the name. Like I've never like, had it before. I'm like well, I'm getting this <laughs>
3: yeah, a buddy of mine, Dan, actually, you know, we were having a conversation not long after the brewery started. Uh, and he was like, Jeremy, you should make a, you know, a super hoppy, like double IPA and call it, you know, the shape of hops to come. And I was like, done. Yeah,
1: right. That's <laughs> such a great name.
3: <laughs> one, I love that band. And then two, you know, it, actually that, that whole story was wild because I remember, I want to say 2014, maybe it was 2000. Maybe it was a, like June of 2015, but I want to say it was 2014. I went on, a. I uh, I was actually had like a weird, like tubing trip down to Delaware with the guys from hundred and distributing in New Jersey. They used to do an annual tubing trip with Tommy Arthur from uh lost Abbey, uh, you know, Port Bruin. He would come out for Philly beer weekend. We he, they would sponsor like a company wide, you know, and, and also like all these people just pile in, you know, from Philly into this, you know, big, uh, you know, rental bus and do a tubing trip down to Delaware. And like, I, at the end of it, we would get out in Lambertville and then we would go to like the end of the Hawk or something like that in Lambertville for beers. And like, you know, it was pretty dope because it was, you know, hundred percent on the distributors tab. So of course you're going to eat your, stuff your face and, and and drink as much beer as you can. But I remember I'm sitting at the bar at the end of this tubing trip, like, you know, way too many beers deep. And I get a, you know, I'm actually friends with the, with refused old manager. Um, I've known Mike for a long, he's no longer their manager, Yeah. Um, but they were just back to playing shows again. I get, a, I get a phone call from him and I was like, well, why is Mike calling me? And he's like, Hey man, uh, so you guys made a beer called the shape of hops to come. And I was like, Oh man, this is going to be a problem. And like, <laughs> it's, it's a cease and desist. <laughs> like, No, man, the band's totally cool with it. And I'm like, really? Because like, isn't half the band like straight edge. He's like, yeah, you know, but half the, you know, the other <laughs> half the band doesn't really care anymore. Uh, so, you know, they're like, would you want to come to some shows on this tour? I'm like, fuck yeah, I would. (laughs) (laughs) So the funny thing is I ended up not being able to go to any of the shows, but then like a couple of the other guys from the brewery, they went to the show in DC and the show, uh in uh in new york city and like they, they got you know they were invited backstage and they're hanging out and like you know the singer dance is like could give zero fucks about you know the beer yeah yeah because he's you know still edge and i you know i respect the shit out of that but like the other dudes oh, like course. A, in particular the drummer was like super pumped about it. like oh the beer's so good and, like, the heart <laughs> looks amazing like it's so crazy you guys did this so but it was like i just remember getting that phone call and i was like oh man this is gonna be our you know our second season this is so
2: i have to really deal with this right now <laughs> that's that's fun
1: really. No, and and that's one thing i always like held deep like i always loved about nishamany was like the musical references and stuff yeah. like that and like the ties to music the anniversary parties were always banging like they always had a band that i loved to play and they always did a beer for a band like the lawrence arm beer i was like stoked all when they got when they that did was that. a cool
3: beer that was a fun beer to make you know and i mean actually i think probably my favorite beer that we made with a band was uh we did a pre-prohibition lager with municipal waste and, uh, oh yeah,
1: that was the uh, oh yeah the boogie board party. Uh, I remember it. that.
3: Yeah. The cool thing about that too was
1: uh,
3: uh, I mean a couple like really cool things about that beer in particular was that we we did the beer and Dave the drummer is like he actually uh, works at a brewery um, as like a I want to say a bartender uh, in in Richmond uh, in the off when he's when they're not touring and stuff like that. Yeah. But then you know he had done a you know <clears throat> Municipal Waste had done a bunch of collabs like like with Three Floyds and a bunch of other stuff and like uh you know we when we had the conversation about it he was like yeah let's not do a, a hoppy beer because the other guys in the band don't really give a shit about craft beer and they don't you know like i'm the only one that really drinks real beer the rest <laughs> of the guys are just like let's drink some hams and get fucked up and you know
1: let's order a pizza
3: <laughs> let's like you know let's slam some tequila which i've watched them do <laughs> um but then like we did the show uh you know we, we did the beer and it was like they were on tour with napalm death and sick of it all and we did the show at the brewery, and we released the beer, and like, the, you know, the band was like fucking blown away. They're like, "This is the first collab we've done as a band where everyone in the band loves a beer." And I was like, "Well, because it's a pre-prohibition corn lager, man. <laughs> it's super fucking we can't get any
1: more American beer. than that."
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was like really pumped that the band was like super into it. Like that, that you know, that's the type you know. And to me, that's what a collab's about. It's not just like making a beer just because the band wants to make a beer. It's like having the beer, you know, having Dave involved and making the beer was super fun. And then like. You know the fact that the band was super into it uh, was cool shit. And like that was a the second time they had played the brewery. And like, you, got, you know, they're all like you know giant sweethearts. You know they're you know all super you know you know even though they're you know a metal band a thrash metal band like they're
1: they're the, the most fun thrash metal band yeah, you'll ever so see.
3: They're <laughs> super nice guys. I and mean, I say sweethearts that so makes some, you know sounding like about the winds, but like no, they they're like the, <laughs> the chillest, nicest guys ever. And, and to you know to do that and be able to do that like that's you know a lot of the fun of of brewing and whatnot like. I need to get back to doing more of that. That's why the whole, this is not Croydon, you know, uh, cream ale beer came about. Cause it was like, well, this is, you know, the original recipe was mine, you know, from God was doing this cream ale. Was like, Wow. The recipe is very similar to what we were doing in the Chamonix. We have this festival that, you know, in and,
1: and you I guys had so some great music for that too. I think, um, you guys had the ska bands playing for that. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, fest- that's,
3: the, that's specifically a ska festival. So we had, yeah. you know, the, the Pisces headline that, Yep. Uh, we had Mustard plug who hasn't played like the east coast in a while um they you know they haven't played a show of that size on the east coast in a while and like the, you know the, sh- the show sold out so that you know that was obviously a, an added bonus but like to be able to do it too it was like it, there was like no malintent uh you know i didn't name it like that to, you know to kind of like give the middle finger to chamois that you know the, the first two festivals that we did were actually named that way because um it was, it's named after the movie, this is England, you know? So it was a kind of like, this is Croydon because Croydon is also a city in England. So here we are, you know, in the whole movie, this is England has a lot to do but I, I know, with skinhead and mod culture. So that was the whole basis of that. And I was like, well, we're not, in, you know, we're not in Croydon anymore. And, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, doing shows or you know brewing beer in Croydon. We're like, so what can we do? Like, well, fuck it. This is not Croydon, you know?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, well, they're not doing a beer, you know, they're not doing this beer anymore and I, I want to make a beer. I want to figure out what we can do to have a beer for the fest it was like super easy. And I was like, you know, I like to have a little bit of fun with it, but the other side was like, well, if they're not making this beer anymore, I'm going to make it. And I, I can't call it Croydon cream Ale, So I'll call it, this is not Croydon cream Ale because it's not Croydon cream Ale. It's slightly different, you know, but the recipe is, is not far from the original. I mean, let's not, let's not, you know, split hairs about it. I mean, Cream Ale is not like, you know, reinventing the wheel either. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, right. I mean, it, it, it's cream ale, and you're the Northeast. Everyone's yeah. doing a cream yeah. ale.
3: <laughs> I mean, at the time, like, you know, cream ale was one of the earlier beers that the chamois did, and there wasn't anyone making
1: cream ale at the time.
3: Uh, you know, it's
1: except for like blue collar, like, was like the cream ale was like there. That was the after work beer. That was, was a, yeah, exactly.
3: That's why, you know, that's, you know, my, that was my old man's beer. Yeah. You know, like my, my old man loved Jenny. You know, my old man loved Schaefer. You know, that's where, you know, my entry, you know, I remember. Being in high school, you know, I used to sneak, uh, you know, sneak uh, cans of uh, of Schaefer. My my dad had a you know a twelve pack of Schaefer behind the bar in our basement, where I would just sneak cans of. And I I, my joke, you know, I laugh at that because after I went to college, my parents moved to Florida, and somehow that like half-drank twelve pack of Schaefer. Ended up in the garage at my parents' house in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Just I, 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 why are you doing this? Like I somebody put of, it
1: in the moving truck.
3: <laughs> like, yeah, like half was gone anyway. I drank half of it. Why are you taking it? Just like pound that shit. Um, That's the, that beer is all about. Me. It's all for my dad.
2: Yeah, I can't let uh can't let have Dan have all the geeking out here because now <laughs> I'm realizing that you you probably brewed one of my one of my favorite beers and as a, a Delco guy. And you know, I love everything Philly and John, come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. John is like one of like the, like that was like the first beer. I was like, yo, this is named like for like a Philly thing.
1: Yeah. As, as the hop guy of the, uh, of the podcast, that was what a juicy Ellen nugget. I was like, fuck yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, that's, uh, I can't, I can't claim that name either. Uh, the name actually came from a conversation with our buddy, Mike Lawrence, who, at one point was the Philly beer geek when they were still doing that whole thing. Uh, Mike's a, a, is a character. He's a really interesting and awesome guy. And like myself and my one partner from the Chamonix, Steve, were having a drunken conversation with Mike Lawrence. He's like, yeah, you guys need to, you guys need to, you know, name a beer or something after like John, you know, like, like totally, <laughs> you know, and I was like, yeah, I think I, I want to say it was me, but I'm not going to like claim it. Cause it was like a, a, certainly a, a blurry conversation where I was like, yeah, man, like juicy. I yeah, with nugget, you know, cause I love nugget nectar nugget, you know, it's like one of my favorite beers. And I, yeah, it's I one like, of
2: the best <laughs> IPAs
3: ever brewed. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, in my opinion, anyway, I, you know, it's, it's old, you know, da- or, I mean, updated, but it's seriously like, you know, when Trug started, you know, what started with nugget nugget, like who was doing that, you know? So the intention wasn't to make a nugget nugget nectar clone. I think a lot of times people would, you know, would slag it for that, but it was like, no, man, this is an American pale ale yeah no you know (laughs) know, technically but like a a ton of someone just actually said they still have dreams about john with coffee i'll tell you what there was a few batches of john with coffee that were like seriously fucking lights out like i i I, I love that version there was a few that i didn't like we actually you know we we tried a different uh, you know i I, one of the things i feel like I, i i've done a lot of is i've made a lot of beer with coffee so i have a really good repertoire as far as using coffee and beer and there was batches of john with uh, coffee that were like unbelievably good. And then there was others, that, you know, there were two green peppery and things I didn't really like about them. And we figured out, we got a really good feel of what, you know, what we wanted from a bean, what we wanted from a roast, uh, you know, how to avoid some of those flavors. But like, yeah, there's, there was definitely a couple of batches of John, like, uh, you know, coffee John. Uh, that like, again, they just rolls off the tongue because it's such an easy thing to say being from yeah. this area. Like, Oh yeah, you know, like there was people that, like really like Like, oh you should make an imperial like you know version of john and call it thick john i'm like nah
2: (laughs) didn't go there (laughs) like what you really should have done was a collab with wawa and done a wawa coffee john Except for the fact that I hate Wawa coffee. Oh, yeah. Wawa coffee stinks, but <laughs> I mean, it's work, it's, I it's mean, all about it, the name. <laughs> yeah, it goes hand in hand yeah, with John. Dude, don't get me wrong.
3: Like, I'm a Wawa guy, although. Yeah, like,
2: nothing says John like
1: eating your hoagie off of the trash can lid. <laughs> I,
3: I've done it. I mean, I've done it more times than, you know, I, I care to admit in this lifetime.
1: <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, <laughs> We've all had that
3: <laughs> moment. You just described half of my senior year in high school. I mean.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, you watch the sweet pepper fall onto the... Uh, Onto the lid and you contemplate for a second. Do I just pick it off?
3: Nah, and eat it? You don't. Know, there's just so much credit on the top of that. Yeah, you, you,
2: you never do, oh, but man. you contemplate for just yeah, for a second.
3: You, 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 you put the five second rule at that, you know, in challenge when you do that, you're like, uh,
1: nah, oh, before they went to, uh, before they went to strips, when they had the, uh, the chicken cut lid and you get the chicken parm on the Kaiser. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would just sit there with the chicken parm and the Kaiser, Oh man, right on the fucking lid. Oh,
2: <laughs> Uh yeah, Nugget Nectar was we we've, we've talked about it on the podcast before. It was the first hype beer, like that yeah. was the one that was like you know it. There was a whole release around it. You never knew. Yeah, when and it there was always the mystique about. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. It was, and you would get like that. Uh, you would get the the text from your buddy like, "Yo, Nugget Nectar's out of Wegman's." Yeah. Like, well, no, know. I was
1: gonna say yeah to bring up Wegman's again <laughs> because yeah. we talked about it in Rochester. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the triple tribute. Oh um, yeah. <laughs>
3: That's a fun beer to make uh was never I mean triples in my, in particular are some of my favorite styles like West Model is like forget about it uh I mean I've been lucky enough to 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 drink it in Belgium too uh, and you know to you know, walk into a bar and have it for three euros is <laughs> pretty crazy um but like triple in particular and as, a lot of my love for triple in particular comes from my brother-in-law um who's like a was he's kind of like calmed down but as uh, a giant belgian beer fan, you know freak especially stays on but like other you know really he really got me into that but like tribute triple one of my favorite beers we made in the chamois but it was always to me a challenge i'd love to make it again or make me start making triples again because i feel like fast forward 10 years later i have a lot more experience uh particularly when it comes to making uh like, or, or fermenting open fermentation um which is something that i've done in germany recently like uh three months ago for the first time. so ice beer like uh you know uh wheat beer german wheat beer hefeweizen is is for me is like my be all end all um and i kind of feel like uh i've hit like a like a you know a you know, gray whale goal so to speak where uh three months ago i brewed a single decoction, open fermented, 100% naturally carbonated, <laughs> you know, uh you know, Weiss beer, vice, And, and like, I, I drank, you know, and then my, when I, when I went back, uh, my last trip, I was sitting in the beer garden at the family restaurant drinking it. And I was just like, Oh, okay. You know, it's, I've been a professional brewer for 17 years now. And I'm just like, you know, if, if you would have told me 17 years ago that I would brew a single decoction, open fermentation, naturally carbonated, you know, purity law beer, in germany that i'm drinking in a beer garden i'm like you're crazy like <laughs> but i'm like sitting you know sitting there drinking half liter you know in, in a you know you know a true weiss beer glass and i'm like i will literally sit here all day and try to finish this keg because if i die like i'm gonna i know i'm gonna die a very happy and satisfied person <laughs> oh <laughs> like,
1: yeah that's that's yeah. the that's the final beer right there <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly and i mean to me and you know it's the funny thing is the whole that the brewer that was all born from like my boss's, you know, mom and dad, you know, were like, oh, you know, we're, can you make a wheat beer? And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, why aren't you, why aren't we making wheat beer? We do open fermentation. This is dumb. You know, like, why are you buying, you know, wheat beer from this brewery in Bavaria? Like, we, we can do this. This is super easy. And my boss is like, it's easy. I'm like, fuck yeah, it's easy. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, I say that because, you know, that's the first beer I ever made as a home brewer, you know, and it's a you know, beer that I, you know, a style that I, I care a lot about, and like I said, I made, I've made it a million different ways, but I finally have hit that, you know, that 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 end goal of like doing it as a decoction mash, doing it as a you know 100% open fermentation, you know, naturally carbonated because we have to use natural carbonation in Germany. You know, all these things that make that beer really what it is. You know, it's like you go to Trogs, you go to the you know, open fermentation room where they you know where they ferment Dreamweaver, and it's just like to see that is like, damn. you know know, that's an awesome beer and it's like i don't think people you know you know the haze boys these days don't appreciate they don't get to make a beer like that like it's not a sexy or cool beer anymore but like that beer is fucking hard to make you're not (laughs) going to make a beer like that just by throwing you know fucking five six pounds per barrel of dry hop on it and think it's (laughs) you know, do this or do that. Like it, it, it's not the same. I and like, dude. And again, I, I like those beers. I drink a lot of them. I mean, you know, Tom, you saw there was five cans of true <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the, in the refrigerator at, at Tom. You know, I'm kind of pissed. I thought, I thought, I thought about it. I thought about it. Yeah. Ask, I would have told you to take a haze boy right here. Just like
1: salivating about it. I never
2: get, I, it's always sold out before I get to
3: it. <laughs> I know of a, a dude that knows a dude. <laughs> Well, I just might know. The I dudes. thought
2: I was like, I was turning, I was turning <laughs> cans. And I was like, maybe it's the, it's, it's probably the unlabeled, but let me turn this one. And it's like red true and label. And I was like, let me turn the white trune label. Like, all right. All right.
1: He's flexing. He's like, I put the crawlers in there next to all my trunes. <laughs> I'm
3: not going to like, you know, pump it. But one of the dudes from Truen this text He's like, you can have more if you want.
2: <laughs> oh, he's watching this, right? <laughs> I, I think one of the dudes is, yeah. You know? some, oh, some, <laughs> some guy wearing a fedora is punching the air right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, Someone, totally,
0: would, I, I someone, would love,
2: would. <laughs> you know, uh, after I left the
3: Chamonix, I actually was the, uh, this whole journey of, of alcohol actually I started off as a home distiller way back in the day. And I, I, I came back full circle to it. So when I left Neshaminy, I actually took a job, uh, as the head distiller at a, a distillery in Hopewell called um, Sourland mountains, which just happens to be right next to Troon. So I, you know, I would sit there at four o'clock in the afternoon, you know, right before COVID hit was the funniest times. Actually, I'd sit there like there would be dudes that would, you know, just line up, uh, you know, in the, uh, in the parking lot, or not line up, I would park in the parking lot at three o'clock and I'd like walk over to the office and they'd say, they like rolled out their window like, hey, 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 yo, yo, come here for a second. Do you think they can release today? I'm like, <laughs> maybe. I was like, so you're probably pretty good on that. And I'm like, yeah, man, whatever. I mean, you, you know, you know what you need
2: to do. <laughs> Yeah. And then like his license plate says my other car is at tree house. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Some guy with a tree house snapback just rolling down the
2: (laughs) road. I I mean, I
3: love those guys. They're so they're so fun. I mean, like, you know, it's I love I love brewers that are take their art so seriously, you know, take what they do so seriously. But then like when they see the way people act about their beer, like they take it. I don't want to say not seriously, but they're just like
2: you have to you have to laugh at the, the yeah. If the, I,
3: dudes.
1: I mean if I casually just send my address to you and send those
2: <laughs> <there>. <laughs> Hey guys, we're we, we brew on a one quarter barrel system.
3: Well they're on a seven barrel system. Yeah, where, seven, you know, I, 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 the joke
2: the was a quarter
3: barrel system. They're just, they're just the not junk. gonna get when you're using the, the, the amount of hops that they use and the hops that they use, you know, on a seven barrel system. I, I love seeing the comments on their Instagram, which is like why don't you guys make more? And it's like, do you think that they don't want to make more? <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you see the line that's outside their stuff? We could probably sell an extra two or three, yeah, four hundred the, like- fir- Are the firm, it's seven barrels, it seven barrel firm. Ferments
3: are uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're they, not
2: double batching in there. Yeah. So. Okay, got they, it. They they kind of have a thing going for them. <laughs> I mean, I will be honest like they're, so I'm like, I'm
3: in my basement right now and I'm almost certain that my basement is bigger than their brewery. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
2: it, well, like there's a reason like our one of our buddies who are, will remain nameless, um if you want to figure it out, go back and listen to our episodes. Uh but our one buddy was like he buy he'll go he's in close proximity to true he'll go and buy Truon and he'll you know he'll buy like two crowlers and he'll put one online and it'll sell for like 300 bucks
3: which is you know what if people want to buy beer like for that yeah i, I i'm never in a question I, I don't agree with it i don't think it makes sense i've never been one I, of those i don't think people. it does either no,
1: like especially crowler like I i've thought about putting my feet on the internet to try and make money but man like beer makes three hundred dollars i'm like all right but you're you're getting <laughs> a good
3: about that is especially here in the states now with like over nine thousand breweries is that there's got to be a brewery in proximity that is making equally as good beer maybe it's that's not, always
1: yes, the argument yes, like yes. Yeah, yes there's so much a concentration of breweries yes. like now like exclusivity is like i don't know like how it's still a thing with how much beer is being pumped out especially uh, yeah. i mean it must be just our bubble in pennsylvania because we have a ton of breweries and,
3: and this area like, is great for that we have so many awesome breweries
1: yeah exactly and then like jersey it with the size of the state itself has just a concentration as well oh
3: yeah yeah
2: oh yeah yeah all right let's um let's wrap this thing up uh you know we went we went a little long but you know when you're having good Conversation, you you just go a little while. When you're drinking the glizzy, man, sometimes.
3: I <laughs> drink <laughs> a hot dog, although I can tell you how, because I've made beer. I've, I've made beer with ham or uh, bacon, and there's Nishamani also made. There should be a beer with hot dogs, too. So there you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But they were cheats hot dogs, so I, uh, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. You don't get the sheets mm, ones. Yeah, they're MTO. You have to have the ones that just go in the plastic. <laughs> they go in the plastic clamshell that sit there for a couple hours at Wawa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean,
2: we've all been there. quarter pound beef. <laughs> yeah, quarter pound beef. <laughs> um, Jeremy, thank you very much for, yeah, for coming thanks on. Thanks a lot, man. In. This has been a ton of fun. I feel like I feel like we need to have Jeremy on again at some point, just to like finish up the questions that we had. I know we had so
1: many more questions, but we, we riffed hard on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> do one when I'm in Germany,
3: so that it'll be like, yeah, it'll be like four in, morning, four in the morning. So I can like show up to the brewery, have, you know, half in the bag before I even get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We're <laughs> <laughs> I Bach. Mean, uh, he comes I've in talking before. like the Swedish yeah. chef. <laughs> you know, I've, yeah. done, I've done multiple, uh, you know, uh, conference calls and zoom meetings at like two, three o'clock in the morning. I, I try not to do them all that often, but I've done more than I, you know, than I care to admit, but like, I'll do it. You guys want to do it? Let's, you know, let's grab another brewer, you know, brewer, and have me like phone in and, you know, at four o'clock in the morning, half, you know, head shift, half shit face and start just be, you know, belligerent. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll do it all That'd be funnier. Thank you, egregious gamer uh, for enjoying the podcast. Yeah. For sticking around. The, yeah. Great um, comments. Yeah. So Jeremy, again, yeah, the, we we'll, we we'll have to do this again at some point. I, there's so many unanswered questions that we have for you. Um, cool. Uh, you know we're 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 a very logger heavy podcast. Uh, you know so you know, we're, a, a, we're an, very, old Pen-
3: an old Pennsylvania brewery once said to me or brewer said to me once. Uh, in lager there's life. You know so it, you know being a podcast and PA and saying that you know it's it makes sense because you know that's the way it should be.
2: You know I always tell Dan live in La Vida lager. Uh, so, you know, along the same lines, <laughs>
3: drinking, all the, drinking all, drinking all those hazies. You can only get diabetes once, man. <laughs> right. Right. You, you got two feet to lose. It's fine.
1: <laughs> 10 toes. Yeah, no, Gout's a bitch, man. Trust me.
2: <laughs> um, all right. Swollen toes over here. <laughs> uh, again, guys, uh, follow Jeremy, uh, at Troger is at Troger brewing. Yep. Um, follow his his journey of we, we website t- is also dot yeah. com.
1: Yes. if you yeah. want to uh his his paragraph has been echoing i've just been like german purity law <laughs> 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 like I, I made every joke possible leading up to this. <laughs> or
2: whatever I, I
1: was like oh he can't get his webcam to work it's because of german purity law <laughs> Raus, Raus
2: bierenbot
3: it was a, it was a GDPR protection. That's the German. <laughs> I couldn't get through the gate, you know, the gateway of the firewall
2: rather. Yeah, they were, it was the Jim Adams of Germany.
3: <laughs> <And> look, <laughs> my uh, my at personal the- Instagram as well, which is like, if you want to see dumb pictures of open fermentation and all this other stupid stuff, uh, is at fermented world uh, on Instagram. Oh yeah. Well.
2: Fermented world. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Um, egregious gamer. Thank you. Uh, yeah, have a good one. Thanks for sticking around. Um, <clears throat> All right guys, uh, you know, usual stuff, follow a review, yada yada yada, you know it was at the top of the podcast. July twenty sixth. We're gonna be on the rooftop at Victory Beer. Rooftop at Victory Beer, Victory July twenty sixth.
1: Guys, come on out, grab a
2: chair, hang you know, out with us. Podcast. What happened? What was What that? just happened?
3: I don't know. My computer is probably slow as shit.
2: (laughs) It started like saying whatever you were saying. Like, yeah, I was like, why am I talking to myself?
3: There was a feedback loop there for a second. We're going
2: (laughs) to, that was awesome. (laughs) All right. We're going to July 26th. We're going to be at victory beer in, uh, in Philly. We're going to be hanging out with Richie. If you haven't visited
1: victory Philly and what he's doing, at Victory Philly with their small system. I mean, yeah. we mentioned
2: seven barrel system already. So he did he did a Maybach himself that we we, yeah. we got pigtailed. We, we got pigtailed and it was uh it was good. Um so uh yeah guys, uh follow our Instagram, Facebook, Instagram. Uh what's our social media, Dan? Our social media is at
1: best best friends pod. That's best best friends P-O-D. Come on, I'm just, Tom. I'm just gonna turn it off
2: i don't want to blow out any speakers
1: just one more pod drop right (laughs) That
2: was our first of the night i
1: know i can't believe that was our first of the night guys send us an email too um if you're interested in coming on the podcast if you are a brewer and want to come on the podcast um if you are true and you're still listening to this and you want to come on the podcast and send me beer so i can drink it thank you very much um send us an email that's bestbestfriendspod at gmail.com that's bestbestfriendspod
2: Uh guys thanks for hanging out with us. Uh Facebook, YouTube, uh especially Twitch. Twitch is the best place to watch us. We'll We're we're working on doing we'll more. We're going on Twitch. some additional streams. Yeah, and uh I tried uh, to open
3: Twitch stream and for some reason it said you don't have a machine to do that. I was like, "What?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're using a compact bersario
3: So <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> maybe it's time to
2: trade in the old gateway. <laughs> but it's got cow colors on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, follow us, uh, check us out on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash best, best friends pod, twitch.tv slash best, best friends, P O so D. Um, and I think I can fly. Um, yeah, that's it guys. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, Follow uh, Trauger Beer, uh, Trauger Brewing, yeah, everything. Go check out the beers that he's doing. Go up to uh, Broken Goblet, buy some of their beer. Um, You you will not be uh, disappointed. Um, Dan, you know how I feel about you. I love you. Always have. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody, it's not goodbye forever, it's just... All right, everybody, uh, enjoy this two-hour podcast. Uh, wow, it's been a while since we've done two-hour yeah, ones. It's been a while. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> all right, one, <laughs> one butt rock band at a time. I know. Yeah,
3: we butt rack in
2: there, or two thousand, <laughs>
1: or just stuffing <laughs> all that two thousands <2000's laughs> butt rock into the end here. <laughs>
2: best best friends pod turbo. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Uh, always remember, keep it in the back of your mind. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That was the Clinton family. Uh, Best Best Friends podcast episode. Tom's going to die on that hill. I'm going to die on that hill. I I don't want people to ever forget. It's Best Best Friends podcast episode 119. Oh, wow. I was
1: going to say 117. Okay, cool. 119. Yeah. We out. (laughs) See you.
4: So crack a beer and laugh at some video uh uh uh, uh ohs. Video's Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks Fuck this shit Hang out with little lunchbox Become a yet A cluggalette Sometimes I'm a stouty boy Sometimes lazy And this podcast is full so it's so up for me. Best best friend's fun. Hosted by Dan time. time. Send me carpools of fan, How could you go wrong? So many pods up there. Were it the ones for me? Have seen
0: it still alive. And listen to best best friend.